Welcome to Cash Grab, the podcast where we go through different franchises that have been turned into video games and decide if they're cash grabs or not. I'm Steph. No, you. I'm Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan. And my name is Tom. I was laughing oh, then, I'm really sorry. Yeah, I know, because I got it spot on the first time. <laughs> you really time. did. <laughs> I, I never expect it. I piss off laughing every time now. No. I just wanted to be polite and... What I meant to say is congratulations. Steph. Thanks, mate. That was really good. I must say, I'm enjoying the um, expensive studios air conditioning at the moment. Yeah. Of keeping the door open <laughs> <laughs> in winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're saving yeah. on it's the environment, good, isn't it? aren't we? We're, we're saving on costs to actually fit a real air conditioning unit in here. Yeah, or a heater. Because it's actually and there quite fireworks cold. Going yeah, there's fireworks <laughs> outside. Is it late? Or what? early. What? New Year's. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> just trial runs. Anyway, so we'll be... Trial runs. <laughs> <laughs> never had a trial. <laughs> We've never practised for 2018 before. Is it 2018 next year? Yeah. yeah. We've never practised for 2018 before. God um, almighty. We, uh... Ooh. What have we been playing then, boys? Should I tell you what I've been playing very recently, i.e. the past 20 minutes ago? Oh, no, not what we're going to talk Okay. In that case, what I've been playing before the past 20 minutes ago. Before Dark Souls 2. Okay. Yeah. I played it before. Okay, yeah. Um, of course you have. I have. No, no, I'm saying, of course you have. You only ever play games you've played before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a really good point. That's a great point. <laughs> never, never thought about it in that way. But I'm playing Dark Souls 2. I can't talk. That sounded weird. But I played the first one mm-hmm. ages ago. Yep. And I wasn't actually too keen on it. Yep. And then I played Dark Souls 2 quite a while ago, and I wasn't too keen on it. Did you ever play Demon Souls? No. Okay. But I know that's the original for the PlayStation 3. That came in like 2009 or something. Yeah, that was quite long ago. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, so I decided to like revisit it. And I realised why I didn't enjoy it very much before is because I had absolutely no fucking clue what I was doing. Yeah, I've had that in games before. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And now I know what I'm doing. It's probably one of the most rewarding gaming experiences I've ever had. I'm loving it. But everyone says Dark Souls 2 is like the worst one. I have no idea. No. Well, and everyone says Dark Souls 1 is the best one. And I find it totally the opposite. I tried to play <laughs> number one on... statements. I tried to play number one on PC and I didn't really get did into you it. Have, did you have the problems with the frame rate? I don't think so. Really? No, oh, on mine, on, on mine, I think it's AMD cards. Oh, well, okay. It doesn't video. work properly. So it's like really badly optimised. So it runs... Oh. Unless you get like an unofficial patch, it runs at fifteen frames per second. Oh, fifteen whole fame frames a second. Which I know doesn't sound great, but it's better than twelve. So it's also not as good as sixteen <laughs> frames a second. <laughs> I know you got to roll with the punches yeah. these days, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, I'm vying for sixteen, um, but I'm put up with fifteen. The only one of that that kind of ilk of games is I've I've played is Bloodborne. <laughs> And it's, I really enjoyed it. It's one of the reasons. It's probably one of the few things which will make me get a PS4 or Bloodborne. Yeah, it's is good fun. Bloodborne. What other exclusives are there for PS3? Uh, Horizon. Horizon. I'd like to play. Horizon. I'm not bothered about Uncharted. No. Nah. Because I've never played any of them. Yeah, neither I was I. Then, then I bought the collection for the PS3 and... Um, you loved it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I just can't seem to want to get into them. I think as soon as I get past one, 
that then I'll be good because that's when they get better. One's just a bit of a slog. Yeah, one is like, one is a bit of a mission to get through. Everyone says two's like amazing. Mm. I personally thought it got better as they went, so I thought one's the bottom, then two, then three, then four. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. I like. Do you reckon yeah. it's nostalgia which makes people say two's the best? It could be because I literally played. I played one. Then I played something in between. Then I played two. Then I played a game in between. Then I played three. Then I played something in between. Then I played four. <laughs> so like, I played them all quite close. Burp of the podcast. I can't. I played them all like quite close together, but with enough of a break between them to kind of break up the same gameplay style. Over yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. I'm with you. I'm with and you. And yeah, I'd say it does get better as they go. Okay, maybe I'll give it a go one day, but not. No, I might not. Yeah, fair no. enough. <laughs> I'll see how I go. Dan, what have you been up to? Um, well, just sorting a few things out. I was just moving all my stuff over again, so I've moved places. Uh, so I'm just about to start near Automata, and I'm looking very forward. Oh to yeah, you ordered it. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I've yeah. got everything. I just need to set up my room, just for like interior design. I've been very intrigued by near. Yeah, Automata. no, I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing what you think about it. Yeah, very forward to it, and I'm going to have like a good, good time to do like have some actual play sessions. Yeah. Go out much this week. Her, as far as I know. her name's Two B in it. Two B. Mm. And you can remove her like CPU and kill her. No. What? That's one way to to like end to get an end game. You can take out her CPU and it kills her. Is it? Yeah, yeah. And you get a game over screen. I've heard Fucking a few no, things. I didn't know that. There's um, if you eat salmon. <coughs> yeah, if you eat you a fish. Game over. <laughs> really? Robots can't eat fish. They can't eat anything. Can they not? I don't know about anything, but. The well, they're, they're, they're mineral-based life, so they wouldn't mm. anything organic would fuck them up. Yeah. So in theory, like, even if they ate an apple, apparently on the the game over screen, they go as they were losing consciousness. They remembered that it did taste very good. <laughs> <laughs> Consci- it, just, it sounds like a fun game. How can they have consciousness if they're robotic? Yeah. Well, that's I'm guessing that's part of I'm, the I, game. The thing is, I try. I I shouldn't look into kind of um, very in-depth Japanese RPGs too much because they rarely make any sense whatsoever. Well, you've played Final Fantasies, mate. Well, this is my you point. <laughs> this is my point. Bullshit. I remember because I I played all of the 13s, even Lightning Returns, the last one. I commend you for getting through them all. Uh, I didn't manage it. <laughs> it's a fucking achievement, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I got to disc two on the Xbox version and gave up. Yeah. Uh, I was it's playing. Not, it's not easy when you're playing on the Xbox either. <laughs> no, no. But I was, I was, I was playing through Lightning Returns, and I was trying to understand what the fuck was going on. So I, I played it like first playthrough. It's my only playthrough. I'll, I'll put that out there. I haven't played it more than once. Oh, but soon. Yeah, fucking <laughs> hell. But um, so it's like 25 hours in, and I was like, okay, I think I'm starting to understand the story now. And then as soon as I thought I had a grasp on it, Hope was like, time to kill God. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, go on, get up there and sort him out. And next thing I know, I was killing God. And I was like, oh, this took a bit of a turn. Well, I thought it was something to do with a chocobo or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was way off. That, that's pretty much every Final Fantasy, though. At the end, you kill God. Or a, a, Yes, that's true. As you like, look at Sephiroth, he wanted to be a, like a deity mm. or some sort of otherworldly being. Yeah. And <laughs> any other ones? Well, How do you know Final Fantasy Nine? Kuja was like became like an angelic. Well, it's always beast. like the, the very end boss. At ten, you had Sin or um, Sin was Yu Yevon, fucking brilliant. Who was pretty much like a god. Um, nine after you beat Kuja, there was that weird like 
boss that came out of fucking nowhere that was just like necromorph or whatever. He just comes down and you go, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, yeah, because you... Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just appears out of nowhere and you're supposed to know like that's the final boss. Uh, Six with Kafka. Uh, Kafka, he uh, becomes... Yeah, he becomes... They play like a lot of religious... Yeah. um, ...imagery throughout that entire last battle. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... I guess kind of like every Final Fantasy game is same. No, it's not at all. Not at all, quite different. Um, I've been playing Dishonored 2. And what do you think? Because I'm desperate to hear this. Because it's, a, I think you don't like it, do you? It, uh, it, suffers, s- it suffers from the same thing as the first Dishonored, in my opinion. Go on. Where the gameplay is just not up to scratch. Like, whoa. I feel like the way I'm trying to control the character just doesn't work in the way How that are you trying I to feel play like it, it should. Are you playing trying... it backwards? Yes. Are <laughs> you holding the controller the wrong no, way I'm not. I'm looking at the TV, Dan. I'm playing backwards and I'm looking away from the TV. <laughs> There's a problem. And it just doesn't they work. They told me this game was intuitive. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm trying to play stealthy. Mm, okay. And it, the game just doesn't feel like it's built for it. So the yeah, game's like, okay. oh, look, you can play stealthy or you can go all out killing. And it's like, it just doesn't feel like it's built for stealth. And that you block, yeah. you press the block button so you can get a nice parry to then like choke them. Yep. And you press the block button, the animation goes like, so you press block and the animation goes, huh. And then by the time you've like, if you've mistimed it, which mm. yeah, I fucking do mistime it. You've taken, you've, by the time you've then got your sword back, you've <clears> taken <throat> one sword to the face. And then when you've gone to then press it again, they've already hit you before your block's gone up. Yeah. So like the block mechanic is f- fucking useless unless you get a spot on the first time. You see, you see. It's just, ah, uh, no, I'm I not. T- I, I didn't finish the first one. I, th- I think you've had too big a gap in between them. And I think one of the things which helped me, because when I played Dishonored 1, uh, I got to it really late. It wasn't long ago I first played through it. And I played it super stealthy, and I found that I was making like lots of mistakes. I had the same thing in the first one. And I kind of thought to myself, like, it doesn't have the pacing of a stealth game, and I don't think it really works that way. And like, no. I, I really enjoyed it, but I kind of felt myself struggling the last few hours. Like I was like, oh, you know, I kind of feel like I'm doing it out of obligation. Yeah. And then I played the, the DLCs, and I kind of thought, well, I'm not going to kind of push myself to do it so much. So I'm going to play more naturally and just try and fle- free flow it. And I think because I did that, I learned a lot more of the mechanics. And coming into 2, 2 I think is the most intuitive fucking game like ever. Like, total opposite, but, like, it's because... How, how did you play it too? Did you play stealthy? I played it loads of different ways. I've, pl- I've done a non-lethal playthrough with stealth. I've done one which is completely aggro. I've done one, like, super stealth where I haven't been caught I'm playing once. as Emily doing stealth, mm. and I'm just not feeling it. The, f- the thing is, is, like, I thought 2 solved all the issues one had with stealth. But the thing is, is, like, I think, honestly, I think it's just getting used to the mechanics because they're odd. But when you get it, honestly, things just flow. Like, it's the most flowing game. It's like water. I fucking it, adore it. It might be, but it's, it's not something that I want to spend time with. Oh, no. So well, it's not I like, mean, if it's not your bag, it's don't, not like, don't bother. When I, got given, when I started playing for uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, yeah, and it's like, fucking, you're just dropped in. Here you go. This is roughly what you do. Now work it out. Yeah. And the same kind of thing with, like, Breath of the Wild. You want to spend time in that universe, and you want mm. to learn how to do it, and you want to learn this cool shit and and all that kind of stuff, and how to take like Metal Gear Solid Five, especially how how to take down a base without being seen. Yeah, yeah. And then just things like that, and then but with this, it's just like 
I'll I'll go, I'll quick save, and then I'll give it a shot if I fuck up. Then I'll be like, okay, well, I know he's in that room. I know he's in that room, so I'll go through again. Mm. But this time I'll do this and I'll take him down. And it's not like, you think that might be like quite rewarding, the fact that you kind of fuck up and you go again. Mm. But it's just boring. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and the storyline, like, I'm only on like the second level. I've just got into like the, um, like the big hospital or something, big building. I got like a tram. In Dishonored went, 2? Yeah. Oh, I got like on a tram and went through the over the, the water. The Ademeyer Institute. That's the one. Yeah. So I'm in there. So I'm not how far into the game at all. No, you're right So the I'm still going to keep going, but I'm suffering from the same as the first one where I just found it. The first one I just gave up with. Yeah. Yeah, so, you might not like it then. No, nah, I don't think It might not think be I your will. bag. Oh, fucking hell. It's, it's been <laughs> one of my like games of this whole generation. Like it's up there like with other games this generation yeah. the, like The Witcher and Dishonored 2 like they're, they're up there as like they're fucking higher echelons of this generation no I can't see it I am considering getting a Switch Ooh, oh do it God. because if I go to Germany good point yeah so Dan might be going to Germany so he might be missing a few or if he goes he will be missing a few episodes no no we can send it all we're not skyping oh. every episode <laughs> fuck that we'll se- oh, yeah we'll send you a copy of the game and the film and you you write up a little review and we'll read out your you know, review you know it'd be one of those things like if we had Dan on Skype like just a disembodied head on a computer screen <laughs> and then and then like you know it'd be one of those things where we have like a bad connection so we say a joke and we laugh and we're like ha 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 and then we're like so on to the next point and Dan just <laughs> 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 and we're just like Fuck's sake! <laughs> like, we yeah. just very slowly just pull the screen down. Yeah, yeah, just, just, <laughs> just, just let me know which ones you're doing in advance, and I'll send you. If I know the game and the movie, I'll send you my impressions. And if I don't know the game and the movie, I'll send you my impressions. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, I'll make something up. Yeah, make something up. Um, yeah. yeah, I fully recommend a Switch. Mm. Yeah, they are great. I might. I'll, I'll plan on get one soon. If I bought one and I could get like two games with it, like, get Mario Odyssey and Legend. And Zelda. Yeah. And you're set. You're done for life. Honestly, like, <laughs> I want to go, when I go out there, I want to be like working a lot and training. If I have that, I'm pretty sure I won't. So it's a, it's a flip choice I have to make. Yeah, mm. yeah, fair enough. But yeah, those two games alone are worth buying a Switch for. To be honest, mm. fucking just Zelda is worth buying a Switch for. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, or yeah, just I Mario. Yeah. The fact that you've got two great games off the bat Worth buying a Switch for. Don't forget Skyrim version. Eight. Whenever I hear Skyrim, <laughs> uh, because it's got rim. Fuck's sake. Because it's got rim. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> Bum rim. I know, that's what I think. I just go, <laughs> rim. <laughs> yeah, I, I. So mature. It pisses, it pisses me off that, like, that I can see Skyrim being advertised again. Like, it's like, Skyrim! I'm like. Yeah, because Switch and VR have just come out. Yeah. It's pissing me off Re-release so Re-release fucking, fucking Oblivion, you bastards. Or make a new fucking game. Yeah. You're a game studio. You're meant to make games, not rehash the same shit for generation after generation after generation. Technically, because the Switch is a generation ahead of... Nah, I don't it know. It is. The Wii was the same generation as the Xbox 360. Yeah, the Wii U, but and the Nintendo Wii U. are different because, yeah, I agree that technically it's the next generation... It is, but it's not the next generation. No, no, no. In I mean, terms of hardware, like no. If they released Elder Scrolls Six now, yeah, Switch wouldn't run it. No, that's true. That's so true. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Okay. Well, if it does run it, it'll be like Doom, but, where but it runs it is, like it is, a. It's a generation in terms of like you think the generation of families. 
like you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're right there. We, we gave but it's birth not the next game Wii generation. U and Wii U's now given birth to Switch. So it's the new. It is the newest generation of Nintendo. But it's console. not the latest generation of consoles. Yeah. But if you take it into account of family, if you see it's a Nintendo family, this means that Skyrim has been on three generations of fucking console. Do you know what the worst bit is? That's fucking absurd. I bought, it, I bought it on PS3, PC, and... Oh, I didn't buy it on PS4, actually. My brother did. <laughs> but I nearly bought it on PS4. Fuck's <laughs> sake. I, it pisses me off. Like It makes me dislike Skyrim. And I actually think Skyrim's alright. It's no Oblivion. It's no Oblivion. It's no fucking Oblivion. Yeah, you know, they tried. So, uh, talking about something that gets rehashed generation after generation <laughs> and is Wonderful. really shit. <laughs> Wonderful segue. <laughs> Wonderful segue. Should we get on to the topic of today then? Yeah. The amazing game that is Mission Impossible. Uh, and the wonderful film, which gave birth to the good game. The film. The film. <laughs> I, you know, so, I'm in two minds about the film. So who's seen okay. the film? No, I haven't. I, th- I think I have, but many years ago. So yeah, I, I think I'm in the same really boat remember. as you. I yeah. think I have seen it, but I don't remember any of it. Yeah. I've definitely seen the second one. Have you? Oh, this is the only one but I remember I seeing. Can't, I, yeah, again, I've seen the second one. Can't remember it. I've seen the third one. Can't remember it. And I haven't seen any more after that. See, There's something about that. So I've seen it? three and I can't remember what the fuck happened to any of them. I don't watch Tom Cruise movies. Um, I've seen one or two. There's one um, where he goes into that weird nude cult. I can't remember what the name is. Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the news, Dan. Whoops. Um, <laughs> something just about a, just a document. Uh, so the, the title was something like Eyes. Uh, something Eyes is in the title. I can't remember it for the life of me. And Edge of Tomorrow. I enjoyed Edge of Tomorrow. I really oh, loved that one. It was quite good. That was where uh, death repeats itself. Yeah. And, and it has that lady in it, Emma Thompson. English actress? I think so. I think so. The yeah. one that's in Gotham. She was the one who started to recognise him. She was the one who's like training in the karate room. Oh, no, and no. And he I like cut his head else. off, like coming in. Because she's like the sword lady. Yeah. That, that I think was... the one that's in Deadpool. Not her. No, not her. <laughs> <laughs> that was a genuinely good movie. And I yeah, it, it was. I mean, it didn't, that get, was it didn't get like too overblown. No, it, it was just a pretty decent sci fi movie, mm. which is actually hard to come across these days. Because most of them are shit. <laughs> but, but so, Mission, Mission Impossible. Yeah, right. So when did it come out? It was released in 1996. I can't get an exact date. But we know it's 1996. 1996. <laughs> thanks to our research department. Yes. For, for, for figuring that one out for, for doing us. fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually Adam's job because he never watches the films. Yeah, he just he Googles just, shit. He just sits there on his phone and just like tosses <laughs> about. He's probably pretending he's doing shit in bed. Yeah, because we, we noticed that Adam's missed two episodes lately. Number one was Powerpuff Girls, which mm. then went bottom of the list. Number two was Shrek. I, I'm over it now, so it's okay. We, num- we, we number, can talk over well, Number two was then Shrek, which then went underneath Bottom that. of the list, yeah. So, is this an omen? Or he clearly has a radar. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, I mean, there's something Adam knows that we don't. That's yeah, he does. He, he looks at the games before, before he plays them, <laughs> exactly. unlike us. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mission Impossible 1. Yes. So, the general plot. The general plot of Mission Impossible, like, you know, just to confirm, we watch half an hour of the movie and follow it by half an hour of gameplay, so we won't give the overall of the film. So, basically, this is going to be spoiler-free, at least, you well, know. If the first half an hour is just building the film up. Yeah. So, at least what you can get within the first half an hour of the plot. Uh, how, <laughs> how, much? Much, how much depth do you want me to go into <laughs> with this, Steph? Just give an overall arc, and then uh, then we'll go back. Okay. So, the overall arc of the plot is... Man in mask finds something, has something to do in another place, and then must do that thing in order to achieve something else. 
that's about as clear <laughs> as I can make this plot to you. Do you know what the fuck is going on? So, let's, let's, let's do it. Right, so you've got Ethan Hawke. No, that's an actor. Fuck! Ethan's an actor. No, he's the actor. Yeah, he was in the character. He was in Sinister. No, no, Ethan Hawke is an actor. Yeah, Ethan Hawke's an actor. Ethan, Ethan... Drake. Not Drake. We don't even know his fucking surname. Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. I was close. I was close. I kept thinking his name was Ethan. Ethan Hunt. Don't you say that word. So Tom Cruise stars as Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. No, Ethan Hawke. And then, uh, <laughs> this is going to get so and confusing. Then he, his basically, middle, his he's middle part name of a is team. Mike. Ethan Mike Hunt. For fuck's sake! His team. Are we going to have to bleep that one? No, no, it's okay. Mike. His team. Hunt. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> his, I'm going to say it by accident. His team have to go on fucking James Bond style missions, mm. um, and if they don't succeed and they die, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Life of an agent. Um, so yeah, they go on life-threatening life missions. Including the audience. The it's, like you, yeah, it's like you wrote the synopsis on the back of the DVD. <laughs> um, and all, all that, all that like, fucking missions they go on are, like, impossible, but there's been oh. six or seven. You know, like... When it gets to a point where you're achieving the impossible on a daily basis, you should really consider calling it Mission Improbable. <laughs> yeah. You know, you should, you should really consider that. It's like, it's like, you know, the odds are against us, but it's probable you'll pull through. And yeah. that could be like the tagline of each new movie. Judging by the bullshit you've pulled off that time, you'll be fine. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, they could have really cheesy scenes, like in really bad movies, uh, much like this one, mm. where uh, they'd be like, oh, I don't know. This mission seems probable. And it'd just be like, doo, 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 doo. That, that's not a cape. Dracula's <laughs> <laughs> in it as well. This mission seems probable. <laughs> oh, yeah, so um, we meet the team. Literally, like, they, there's no character development. Well, to be fair. No. no so no. in the first. After Lavanya, man. After Lasagna. Lasagna. Yeah, Lasagna. I like Jack. Jack was cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, his name was Jack. So Jack was the computer Hacker. nerd. Was his name Jack? Yeah. Yeah. Jack. Jack. Oh, yeah. Jack. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> then you got Jim. Jim was the uh, like the old boy <laughs> who like who was the boss of the group. Yeah, he's he's like the... Um, he reminded me very much of, you know, Mission Impossible. They have... Uh, Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Team, uh, team, uh, team America. Oh, yeah. You know, they have... What's his name? You know, just the, the old dude who just yes. smokes cigarettes. Yeah, yeah the one that so picks like, you up in the limo. He asked him to suck his dick. Yeah, yeah. Reminded me of him. Like, when it opened up and they were all just chatting around the table, I was like, so when's he going to ask for a blowjob? <laughs> Have you ever seen a man eat his own <laughs> head? <laughs> was, I haven't seen was, that in so it long. Was like, it just reminded me film. of that. But yeah, he's he's very much that character, you know. Um, And then you've got two women. Three? Three women? It might as well be two. All <laughs> all I don't remember. I remember his hot wife. Yeah, this is Jim's hot wife. This is the leader of the organization, or the or the head guy. Wait, no, was she his actual wife? Yes. Okay, because I didn't know if that was like a cover or that's who she was going to play. It's like she will be no. your wife. No, 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 no. I, I think I think it was generally his wife. Well, yeah. I mean, they really played it up the emotion between 
them yeah, that's, by, that's a good by um, him saying, don't make fun of my wife's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, so you wouldn't true. be able to tell. There was no, nothing there. Well, there was no character development at all, but mm. we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so that's basically the team. And they've got Ethan Hunt, who's the guy that does everything, essentially. Yeah. And they have this... So, like, just quickly talk about the opening scene. There's a guy watching what looks like a terrible B-movie on his laptop. Yeah. Turns out it's an interrogation, and their plan was... And it's happening live. Yeah, and their plan was to... they. It looks like they killed a hooker, <laughs> blamed this guy, then beat the guy up, then he told him a name. When they got that name, they poisoned him, killed him, gave the hooker a remedy, like an antidote, bring her back to life because she was part of the team and then <laughs> killed the guy Pretty and sure then like him. and then all the walls opened up like it was a movie set and then that was, like and then, it and was then a that, movie set and then that was it and it was just like what the fuck is this plan this like, is the thing this isn't a like, good start like you know they have this whole setup this whole fucking shit show this charade of a of a secret organizer a secret operation sorry happens this whole incident happens and it's an absolute fucking laughable shit show. And then literally they all just like wrap it up and they're just like, good word team, let's go get a beer. And it's like, and then, it's like, the and then, and then we get the on? opening credits of Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck is this? I'm, I, like Tom Cruise takes off that fucking mask and like it has that dated CGI and it looks like... To be fair, the CGI isn't terrible for the time. No, 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 it's, it's not too bad, but it's one of those things. It's like... I don't remember what past movie we did, but it's the same thing. It's like, it's just noticeable now. Yeah. So it has that kind of thing where the face kind of goes, oh, like, <laughs> and then it's just like I, a, a, a midget underneath. I, I just don't get the idea of the, the, this, the security cam footage they were watching, why it was black and white. Because you see them with their watches and they've got like live feeds going on that are in colour. <laughs> I'm like, so why, was, why were they watching it in black and white? Like... I imagine the idea, the directorial visage, was visage, image, whatever. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> was, uh, oh, we're going to make it look like an old espionage spy movie. But, yeah. I mean, technically, <clears throat> why? Why was that necessary? Th- that's the thing. Also, the guy was next door besides this cardboard thing. But why Talking they, quite out loud. Like, <laughs> what was the setup? Because you're literally in the room and then there's a there's a dead woman on the bed and there's an older guy beating up another fella yep so why the fuck didn't they just torture this fella why did the woman need to be died like dead on the bed because it'd be you inhumane see, to torture you him. see this is the thing but they kill him anyway oh yeah this is the thing this is the thing like I think this movie can be summed up with the word why like yeah. why, why why the fuck does anything happen in this movie and for what reason and what's the point like I mean I'm jumping ahead a bit but do you guys remember the piss on the back of that guy's head yeah. <laughs> like I'm sorry this movie Absolute this movie favorite. throws up the question why quite often yeah and I still don't have an answer to that why it's just floating there in the ether like why the fuck is this happening the next like but the thing is the very next scene was then genius because it was like the airplane it was, oh yeah it was so Jim was on an airplane and then he gets given a tape. But you said as they gave him the tape, you're like, that's going to self-destruct. I mean, but that must this be is, where it came from. This that must be where it, either where it came from or this was the time for like everything spy explodes after they've told you this one message. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If have you they, didn't did, hear did, it quite did, right, you're fucked. Did but, they do that in James Bond? Yeah, they must have. Yeah. But the thing is, so he's got this little cassette and then he puts it into his like 
into his airplane fucking arm rest. Yeah. And then it's got it pulls a little TV watching up. Watching an in-flight movie. And then it says it all. And then it goes like, it goes, um, this message will self-destruct in five seconds. And he's like, oh. And he gets up. And then like, just a bit of smoke just goes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're really gonna set fire to something on a plane? plane. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? The thing I mean, is, better than on a park bench, I suppose. Oh, God. oh that was the game. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, it's like what I thought very much. I actually made a note about it. Is um this kind of like mid nineties? You know, this whole mid nineties technology thing where they're trying to have all these kind of like miniature screens and stuff like that. It's starting to look, uh, in retrospective, uh, much like the gadgets look on like the original Alien films. You know, like yeah. at the time, they were like, oh, like, there's a flashing lights on that computer. It's high tech. And now it's quite like, it's novelty. You know, the novelty of what they thought technology would look like. You're starting to get that from these 90s movies. Like, oh, you know, they thought this was really what... They thought this was future. They oh, thought I this was like, like, <laughs> like he puts that cassette in, like you say, and the way that screen pops up is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. It's like... <laughs> I mean, if you were going to watch an in-flight movie, I'd, I'd prefer a bigger screen. It was tiny. I mean, like, you know, it was all it was all the old like four point three as well, like yeah, the old yeah. square, no widescreen, none of that. It's like you know, little did they know they would just plonk a TV in the back of a headrest, and it would yeah, like, and, it, and it's better. What the fuck is that shit? It's uh, like yeah, so I mean. It, it like you said with this whole kind of espionage and this throwback. It very much feels like it's trying to have this romanticized view, this throwback to old school espionage, like sixties, fifties romantic future. espionage. Yeah, and it's trying to kind of bridge this gap between old school James Bond and this romantic sense of uh, espionage, but also it being yeah futuristic and up to date. Yeah, and it kind of fails on both accounts yeah I'd say so you know it really misses the point it doesn't have that romantic spy feel in fact it doesn't have any sort of spy no it's all just dumb so like so that next mission is and it's always like your mission if you choose to accept it it's like well who the fuck else is gonna do it (laughs) I need to get paid it's their job (laughs) I need to save the world (laughs) <laughs> that's my job so like maybe it's, this is the mission after like five he said no to and it's like maybe. if you choose to accept this one yeah. maybe you want like, to save the world dick it's like for fuck's sake I should have taken that first one saving a dog from a tree yeah it's so fucking easy <laughs> found that dog yeah. just, just, he walks outside the meeting and there's just a skeleton in the tree he's like I didn't get there in time <laughs> so close um, so this this, this mission <laughs> is to break in somewhere and yeah. get a list of names of all the um, Eastern European agents they've got hanging about in different countries. Is yeah, that what it was? so it was a yeah, list, of a list of agents' names. It's the standard spy thing of oh, a list of agents' names has gone missing. Like surely that's the most protected fucking thing you've got. If you've got secret agents, at least have a backup. Their names are the most most sensitive detail of them. Mm-hmm. Don't write them on a piece of paper. Yeah, so he's got, so the list is there, so they have to get the list, otherwise it's going to be sold on the black market and it's going to make a load of It'll people fall go into and the wrong them. hands. Yeah, and so that person will murder and maim and kill everyone. No, like, what the <laughs> fuck's going to happen? How did the list get out in the first? Oh, right, we, we find out later on, don't we? <laughs> Literally, yeah. I have no idea <laughs> no, no, what's going yeah, just on. Just before we stopped. We okay. do, yeah, yeah. So I do like the idea that someone had just written out a list and then someone took it. It's like, oh, brilliant. 
<laughs> Mate, I just wrote that. Yeah. My calligraphy pen. <laughs> you took my pen as well. <laughs> this pen was off this rock. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, so like you say, they have this kind of set up for the mission. And the mission, you know, the, the information, it's very, it's trying to be so serious, you know, this serious spy mission. Yeah. And it's like, Jack, you're going to be in the elevator shaft doing this. And it's like, got it. You know, and it's like, it's so fucking over the top. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and, and yet you don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. And then suddenly, I mean, really, like it has no subtle transition. They're literally then plonked in this place, and there's a guy in a white tuxedo walking around with them and an old old fellow, and you're like, who the fuck's that? And you're like, is that Tom Cruise? It's like, yeah, you only start to realise it's Tom Cruise after oh, a while. We forgot about the glasses. Oh, the spy glasses. It looks like, right, so they, they're all given a pair of, like, Spy specs. That, that's my that's my TM. To that's name really them. good. With an X at the end. Spy specs. Well, it is now spy specs. Can I have a percent of the business? Yes. Good. Dan, set up the business. This is brilliant. This is brilliant because I was only I'll, opting I'll, for I'll, half a percent. Of the I will start. control the business. Well done, Dan. Uh, you can have half a percent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So they're all given like a pair of glasses that have cameras in them and. One has like fucking some kind of thermal <laughs> imaging piss cam. He's <laughs> a piss cam. Fucking piss cam. And then like, but the glasses they put on, I don't know if it was the style then, so it kind of did blend in, but now they're like really thick frames and they just clearly look like spiders. Just the most inconspicuous thing you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, we, we had a joke whilst watching it saying you might as well gaffer tape, like, a VCR <laughs> to the side of your fucking head. But the thing is, like, honestly, you might as well fucking do that. Because these are just the most, like, they're not nondescript. You walk into, and this was like an elegant ball. Like, the party, this is for the higher echelons of society in Prague, wasn't it? Mm. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's this, like, magnificent, like, you know, kind of marbled structure and all these kind of higher echelons of society hanging out and then there's just a woman in aviators at the top like thick rimmed aviators and you're like don't worry love you're not standing out at all <laughs> uh, i mean don't these, mind me <laughs> these were the worst secret agents i've ever seen because it's, it's fucking shocking is when she was looking at her and gave her the nod it's like yeah the target's behind you and then the piss cam Oh, it, it was just like she's talking God. and she thinks this is going to be inconspicuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, mm, lovely. So, what she does, so one of them tells her the target's like behind you. So, then the one who's then got the target behind her, like, pulls out like a mini can of deodorant. Yeah. And then, like, lifts up to the guy's head and just sprays the back of his head. <laughs> and then we get the thermal piss cam glasses. And it's just suddenly he's got this big yellow patch on the back yeah. of his head, which has clearly been like put in afterwards in Microsoft Paint. Yeah. Like as he's walking around, it kind of follows him. Yep. But her whole her whole job is to look out for this one guy. Yes. And we don't even know what they want to do with this guy, but they're looking out for him anyway. He's got the list. Has he got the list? Yeah. Okay. The uh, cruise Ethan was uh, checking his pockets when he found them later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So then. Her job is to look out for this guy and tell everyone else when he goes into the elevator. Mm. So she needs to mark him up. Like, surely she can just get there and go, right, there he is. Keep I'll watch him. him. Yeah. She wants to stay at a distance, though. <laughs> she was at a distance. She didn't need the piss cam she to see where he was. She was on the top of the fucking balcony. Yeah, talking like this. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When she's communicating, you'd be just... You know what? When we were watching it, I thought to myself, like, this is comically bad. Like, this is comically bad spy work. And now we're analysing it. I'm realising just how comically bad it is. So bad. It's, it's not a wonder they all died. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the mission Spoilers. goes to shit and everybody dies. Fucking good. Yeah. Except Ethan. Yeah. I, I will say, one of the good things they did have going for them is the shadow team. Because when you were paying attention... Oh, yeah, we all noticed, like, something, didn't we? Yeah. Because I noticed that, oh, that, that yeah, guy yeah. on the pier, like, looking over. And I thought, oh, yeah, he's up to something. Because, um, the, um, I mean, I can say this now. But... Well, yeah, it's the first half hour. Um, so the, the whole mission is to, well, it's a, it's a fake mission. Because they're looking out for a mole in the team. It's a proxy. Mm. Mm. Um, which we found out just at the end, it's revealed to Ethan, who's the only one who survives. Although I'm, I'm pretty certain one of the team has is, to survive. You think yeah. Jim, don't you? I think Jim. I've His never seen the movie. Jim oh. has the best <laughs> fucking death. <laughs> Should I talk about Jim's death? Yeah, let, let, we'll go back and what happens in the party and how the other. The oh others yeah, go. yeah. Right, talk about talk about Jim. So, Jim is the first to suspect that there's something up. And yeah, there's an ambush or, or you know, an abort. Yeah, and so, something's on to him. So he's he's. Desperately telling Ethan, like, you know, abort mission. We're, this is going to go south. And Ethan stubbornly is like, no, 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 no. Targets is like, you know, we're, we're going to secure this. And the next thing you know, Ethan on his little, like, what was it, a wristwatch or something? Yeah. yeah. He's received a video transmission from Jim. And it's just Jim <laughs> with is filming someone with a gun to him. Well, he's just filming a, like, a disembodied hand holding a gun, which then shoots him. And he just goes, Ethan? <laughs> and then you're like what the fuck and then he films his bloody hand and you think alright Jim's dead and then we have a scene going to Tom Cruise and then it comes back to Jim and Jim's managed to stand himself up looking at his just, bloody hands looking at his <laughs> bloody hands and then forgets he's on a bridge and flings himself off the side of it, and it it's, like, it's like god I tell you what you know some days you wake up and you think today's going to be a good day and then at the end of the day you're like I really wish I could anticipate how bad that day went yeah I really think Jim had that thought <laughs> go through his head. You know, he was just like, I wish I saw how this day would turn out. I wouldn't have got out of bed. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I would have said I had a cold. You know? I might be wrong, but I think Jim's death was a fake death. Yeah, for sure. Because well, you would have seen is... the guy who shot him. Because, like, so Jim has the spy glasses on, spy specs. Spy specs. And then, so say, like, but if I had spy specs on, right, and we were in a little, little team, yeah. and I was getting shot, I think I'd look up from the hand to the geezer's face so that knowing that there's at least four more people who can see this video would be able to see the guy who murdered me. Yeah. I wouldn't just stare at the gun, then but, look at me, and then fall over and stand you, up and fall off the bridge. Do you know something I noticed, right, about about his transmission, right? I'm going to have to demonstrate this to the camera. So if you are watching on YouTube, you're going to get the lucky presentation of this. If you're listening through SoundCloud or iTunes, jump over to our YouTube channel to see this. So basically, I don't know, Dan, I'm what he got from the film, <laughs> right, is he had you had the two edges of legs, a little bit of like coat flowing down, and then this hand with a gun, right? I could see the bottom end of some knees in that shot, the top end, sorry. So basically, the way this gunman is holding his gun, so he's murdering a guy Maybe in the middle of a packed bridge while squatting over him, having a gun cock, <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's 
I mean, I couldn't have been the first one to notice this, and I thought maybe he's quick. I thought, like, and it's in that yeah. moment where I thought to myself, I feel sorry for Jim because that's a really embarrassing way to die <laughs> from somebody. You know, I never, I didn't notice somebody that, shooting no. you maybe with Dan's a gun right. Because like, is it like maybe he had it in his pocket and he just walks off and just just quickly put it back in his pocket, off but, he goes. But no, because no then one knows. if it was firing from the hip. It w- he would have filmed that as well, but it didn't. It was there was you could see through, <laughs> so it must be below the crotch. So the only way is for him to be shooting like that. Well. Maybe he's doing it between the legs. <laughs> <laughs> he just like for a trick shot. Walked up. They did have some very. Even, even I've been shot by a man with a gun for a cock. Trick shot me, Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's some interesting like camera so work going on all around oh, really for this film it's, mainly it's, whenever crews was about yes yes to make sure they made him look a bit taller his it, height was changing all over the place yeah constantly so should we should we jump back into like what they're doing at the party yes. quickly yeah. so um so well, girls chasing pisshead girls chasing pisshead keeping track of him um we've got jack who's in the elevator and he's what the fuck's Jack doing? Uh, he's controlling. <laughs> oh, he made it so. It. Yeah, he he was hacking it. So he was hacking. He was hacking the elevator <laughs> to go up and down when they wanted it to. Okay. And then he was getting. No, I the, think they were in control of that. Yeah, but he didn't do anything towards that. And then he hacked it so that he could get the fingerprints into the system. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, just just general bullshit. Just in time. Jack's yeah. death was fucking brilliant. So that <laughs> was actually genuinely was quite funny, good. wasn't it? Jack's death was, he was on the elevator. The elevator starts to go up. And then they're like, cut the cord. So he <laughs> so he gets the cord. like the, the Cut the power. So he gets the power cord for the elevator, right? <clears throat> now, elevators are pretty big. I'm sure they use a lot of power. Yeah, yeah. This was a very small cord. <laughs> yeah, and you would know about this sort and of then, stuff. And then, and then he pulled the knife to it. And then he was like going at it. And he couldn't even break the cord. No, for like, <laughs> like, like, you yeah, using? It was like the bluntest thing ever. So then like, after 10 seconds or so of fucking going for it, he got through the cord and it was too late because all that dumb was like, open these spikes, spikes. on the <laughs> ceiling. And then like, so then his face just goes straight into the spikes it, on the ceiling. It was some final destination It was, shit. you know, it, it was some final destination I, I didn't expect it to be. I mean, it was, it was like... Pretty mild as far as gore goes, and yeah, anything yeah. a bit it, like the camera cut off just uh, as the spike hit his because head. Because you can yeah. see it's the prosthetic face, yeah. can't you? Because yeah. it kind of like crumples and looks all rubbery. And it reminded me a bit of that last scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, like they're all melting, <laughs> they all melt, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, Aah! and then that one guy's head just blows up, <laughs> and it's like, fuck me. It was kind of like that. It was just like you kind of saw it happening, and you knew something r- ridiculous was going to happen. Yeah. But then when it was just like. And then instantly switched scene. I was like, "Cool, fucking hell!" Yeah, no, it was, it was quite, <laughs> He's the only one I felt bad for as well because I actually liked him mainly because they were taking the piss out of him on every chance they got. That's well, true. Yeah. yeah, and then the next girl, the one who was following Pisshead, she ran out to the car to be the getaway driver. Then Ethan, I oh know. Look, you're all confused because yeah, no, that's what happened. I yeah. am lost. I thought then, there was another girl, and that there was, was someone girl. else. I thought but, the wife was yeah. the one waiting in the car for them. Yeah, but she was the one on the stairs, wasn't she? No, it's a different woman. That's the oh, thing. I don't know what happened. Do you happened. see what I mean? I think there was one the wife who was, was standing on the was waiting outside. You can the tell why they didn't kind of introduce these characters much because they kill them off in the first half hour. Yeah, but then but what's like, there to be the, connected The deaths to? don't mean anything because like, so, so this one, Ethan runs towards setup, the car yeah. to tell her to get out of the car. The, the car, ex- like, the car <laughs> explodes from underneath, spins round, lands on its top and then explodes. <laughs> 
blows again. <laughs> I thought there was going to be someone in the back seat, sort of like proper, like yeah, just Freddy. Like, yeah, 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 or cheese wire or something yeah. over the seat. Any, no, anything. nothing inventive. No, just um, and then the last, the last death was probably my favourite. So, oh my god, this one I just forgot. didn't make sense, right? So then, no. there's a, so the 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 guy they're following, pisshead, pisshead, yeah, he. Uh, is walking along the street and then you've got another woman tailing him. Yes. And then he suddenly gets pulled in so like into a corridor mm. where it looks like anyway. So she goes over and then he's been strangled <laughs> through like a wooden like drop door. Like yeah. a wooden like gate. Yeah. He's been strangled through the wooden gate by someone on the other side of it. Yes. So someone's reached through the gate. Oh, awkwardly. yeah, they were stabbing, weren't they? Yeah. Was it stabbing? Oh, yeah. Strangling? They were like, stabbed as well. There's blood. So they pulled him into it anyway, and they, they, were, yeah. and they were stabbing him. Yeah. So then the spy woman went up, and she was surprised to see this person grabbing this guy and stabbing him. And yeah. then it cuts off. Oh, my God. And You're then stabbing him and <laughs> choking him. Please don't stab or choke me. And then, and then Ethan, Trained secret agent. Yeah, and then Ethan <laughs> runs over, and she's now like, Stuck to the to the thing with her arms through it. They're both dead. <laughs> They're both dead standing <laughs> up. So and it's how, like it's impossible. Yeah, but how did the guy <laughs> on the other side of the fence then get both her arms through the fucking gate and stab her too? He had really fucking long arms. What was he, Mr. Tickle on the other side <laughs> of the fucking gate? Because surely like, you like it makes no sense. She was nowhere near enough to the gate for him to, to be able to grab her, her, and her in. The the thing is, right, one thing that I thought is like Especially with the guy, because Tom Cruise, uh, Ethan, as he comes up and he finds both the bodies, first of all, he doesn't have much remorse for the girl. He's kind of like, uh, you're dead. Um, and then checks the guy and he's like, they've got the names, shit. Yeah. And so he's probably like moved this guy about, checked yeah. his pockets. But the thing is, even if that guy somehow, like his arm was locked in somehow, so he's kind of standing up, he moved him, right? So he moves him, this guy kind of like wobbles about a lot, and then it's like, and then Tom Cruise lets go of him and it's just like, it's like, and it's like, that's fucking amazing. You know, there are those street... rigor mortis has yeah. kicked in early. <laughs> really quick, like 10 minutes fucking quick. But like, <laughs> you know, there are those street magicians that like have a floating object and people go like, wow, how does that work? Mm. It was like that. It was like, you know, there's this prop and then he, he fiddles with the prop and he's like, ta-da, it's still standing. And you're like... That is impressive because like that those, should those, be fucking falling. It's like those punching bags are like that on actually on the floor and when you punch yeah. them they go back and then they come back yeah, they up go, again. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can never fall yeah. down. It was just like it was fucking ludicrous. It was it was it was weird. He checks the pockets, so he almost gets caught by the police who are maybe being called or maybe they were just having a a ride on the a street party. on the canal. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> chilling out. Yeah. It's like, oh, fucking, every time we have a boat party, there's a murder on the side Somebody of the canal. dies standing up. Yeah. <laughs> every time. time. Uh, and then we find out that the guy who set this all up, the big honcho himself, mm-hmm. wanted everybody to die because apparently if one person survives, they're not the mole. I don't know. I don't get it. And that's where we got to. So we don't know if it carries on and he tries to kill him or what. And we don't get if they even managed to salvage this fucking piece of shit plot. Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone was a mole. Uh, not everyone was a mole. Everyone was like part of the plan. Even the person they were chasing was part of their team. But he got killed. <laughs> and I was like, so you were just... Tr- I don't know if they were trying to kill everyone or they were trying to find... I, who was in the I mold, reckon they were just trying but, to kill everyone, but 
they just went a much more elaborate way of doing it than just blowing up the yeah, one car when they're all in top. it. This is a, this is top secret, like under underground yeah. black label operation. And they've, left, they've left two dead bodies on the street. There's a there's a bloke a floating, floating down car. the river. Yeah, they've, they've got <laughs> a blown up car. <laughs> Yeah, blood flow down the river, and they've got a geezer stuck on <laughs> the top of an elevator. <laughs> I mean, it's so <laughs> like the police would obviously eventually find all of these things. These people will all be found out, and obviously they're within like, you know, two hundred and fifty yards radius of one another. <laughs> Do you reckon the police in Prague are so incompetent that they're like, hmm, <laughs> that was a busy night? <laughs> Definitely not related. No, a lot of a lot of drunk. Suicides tonight. <laughs> we've got an, we've got another guy who wanted to get inside the elevator, disable the disable the anti burglar spike system, and then impale himself on the top. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? Why does, it, does it every elevator shaft have those it's, spikes that come exactly. down? Because yeah, I never want to go into an elevator shaft what from now on. Fuck. From now on, how many <laughs> elevator shafts have you been in? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been. I had my fair share of secret operative jobs. All right. That haven't. Everybody's slightly more successful. I'm sorry, but if their plan was right, whoever doesn't die is clearly the culprit. I need to watch the movie and find out what if they're going to now chase Ethan or not. If that's the actual point, because yeah, I know that's what I was wondering. Like, if if that's their plan, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if it's a bad, bad if it's (laughs) if it's what they wanted. And it's like, oh, well, the person who survives must be the one who is it. It's like, so what do you kill the other people for? How And it's, how did that prove anything? It <laughs> kind of has that thing where it's senseless from any angle you look at it. Yeah, I have you no know? idea what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's totally fucking ridiculous. The thing is with this whole thing is like the setup of the film where it's trying to kind of be super top secret and like uh, subversive and all these kind of like really old school espionage things. It feels like it's trying to have that James, old James Bond feel. And then suddenly, shit's blowing up left, right, and center. And it's like there are two fucking different directors, and one of them's like it's really kind of like calm guy, and it's like, all right, no, we're just planning ahead, planning ahead. He goes, oh, sorry, you know, my twenty minutes is up. I'll get Jim in. And Jim's like, hey guys, I'm gonna blow up a fucking car. How about that for directing? Bang! <laughs> Throw that elevator up into the sky yeah. and kill him. Yeah. Let his head fucking explode! <laughs> it's like there are two different directors and one of them's mental. And like, whenever he takes over, shit gets real. Like, I have think... him die. He's standing up. I've got enough money to refilm it. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> it's one of those films where I suppose you get all the answers at the end because it's a mystery. And well, like I would carry on to the next segment, but is there any other points you want to make about this film? Because uh... that would be perfect to say, well, would you carry on watching it? But let's, let's okay, so uh, some quick fire things. Uh, I've got Tom Cruise plays Tom Cruise. As always, yep. So he's very much uh, himself. Yep. Like there's nothing really that discernible about Ethan as a like a protagonist. I mean, if he had something like he was short, that might make for Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see a short secret agent, but you're it's not allowed. True. Not He'd allowed. fit into tight spaces better. Yeah. He'll, be, he'll be better equipped for the job. But he has to be taller than at least the women. Oh, yeah, of course, because it, it must be embarrassing being shorter than women. Hey, Tom? Not me. Not talking to myself. Talking to... Is it embarrassing? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently to Tom Cruise. It is, it is yeah. sometimes, especially when I meet giant women. <laughs> like, oh, you're seven foot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I'm smaller than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's when I get really embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I think I must look a bit of a tit. Yeah, these Amazonians. 
Um, it's got to stop going to Amazonia. Yeah. But, um, points? So, uh, 1970s. The, the jargon they use throughout the entire film. Yeah, so uh, oh. when they're introducing the plot, he goes, okay, so we'll reconvene at 0400. That's 4 o'clock. <laughs> and it's like yeah, 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, he goes, it's 4 like... a.m., that's 0400. Like, surely like... they fucking know this. They're, they're but super choose, spies. Choose yeah. one or the other. You don't but, need to elaborate. But Jim, Jim also decides to uh, recollect time by giving it like a massive title. So instead of 1970s, which you would refer to the 90s. This was when they were watching, there was something on on the TV and there was a politician talking. Yeah. Probably an important plot point. Oh yeah, that's right. It was the politician. Completely yeah. over our heads. But yeah. the way they're talking, they're not secret agents. They're politicians talking on the news. Mm. And what did he say? Well, he referred to the 1970s as the 1970s. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? <laughs> it's the first time I've heard it in my life. You know, I don't even know there's a way you could say it. No, Back in the 1990s. <laughs> yeah, do you see, like, I was born in 1991. What the fuck? <laughs> Such a roundabout way of saying You know what I mean? Or just 91. Or just the, the 70s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is what everyone fucking calls it. Yeah, it's like, but this well, is. Well, if the... it's the 1870s, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost we're almost in the twenties. We're getting close to the twenties again. Close to the 20s, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, uh, any other points? Uh, the twenty hundred and twenties. I've spoken about. I've I've just said like absolutely fucking comical goings on. Like these things which are meant to be serious issues, like piss on the back of the head, <laughs> a guy being thrown about in an elevator, Tom Cruise taking off two masks in quarter of an hour. Yeah. Like all of these things are so fucking comical. It's it's ridiculous. But another thing I wanted to point out, the filming, the actual filming, the cinematography of it, I don't know if it was bad at the time or that it's just really looking dated, but these kind of like really over obvious camera angles. And like, you know, when they try to do first person? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it, first and it person just, part it when just... they didn't want to show him, didn't want to show us his disguise. Yeah. And then they just sort of gave up on that and they just went, oh, there's a disguise. Yeah. It, it's it, like, it, but it was, it was <laughs> so badly done. You know, it's so kind of like, Chopped it, in, do you know, you know? It reminds me of, you know when you watch like a um, a tutorial for something on a computer and mm. like the mouse goes perfectly from there to there to there yes to there whereas a real human's like where the fuck's the mouse alright there it is yeah sweet oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then right out yeah, yeah. Like, that's what it reminded me of like because it was like when you look you just go look 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 whereas it was like yeah pan, exactly slow pan pan right now he's looking up here now he's going down here. Well, it's not like he's just going bang, bang. He's they, not just looking all, around. Yeah, they all they needed to explain that is if he looks too naturally and moves his head too much, then his mask will fall to shreds. Because he's cold. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Well, um, would you carry on watching the film? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. I I couldn't. The thing is, I found it difficult enough putting up with it. What watching with you two. And I could still have a laugh. Like, if I was watching this by myself, I would really question why I'm still not making a noose to kill myself. <laughs> Dan? Um, if I could get the Cliff Notes version, then I would. I'm not going to watch the entire thing, but I just want to find out exactly what the plot is. Make Just make it sense. Make sense of it for yourself. <laughs> make sense. Well, make it sense. You'll find the holy grail before you find the plot of this film. <laughs> Fuck me. No, I mean, I mean, I, th- I think it's qu- it's quite enjoyable. I it's, think I think the thriller. only 
uh, action fluff. The only thing I can understand from the plot is that Tom Cruise plays a man above five foot six. That's the only part of this whole movie that I think made sense to me. Is that okay? He's meant to be cast as somebody taller than his actual person. <laughs> that's all I. That's all I could get from this film. Um, I think I'd, I'd either speed through it and just like skip skip to the end, or I'd find the plot on the. Just read the uh, synopsis. <laughs> I mean, as soon as that fucking cassette tape exploded on an aeroplane, I I just thought to myself, like, this is it. This is at the, that is a, that <laughs> this is, is it. This is this my is, life now. This is yeah. <laughs> this is this is actually. You know what? A cassette tape exploding on the plane was actually quite a good metaphorical meaning for the entirety of the film. The, the film is a cassette exploding on a plane. The one thing An underwhelming explosion of that. It's a cassette steaming on a plane. Steaming on it's a plane. A steaming I like cassette it. on That's a plane. One thing I don't I get like is like how inconspicuous is that really? Someone's going to come along and just see this cassette in an armchair just going, hmm, <laughs> I wonder what's been going on here. <laughs> I've seen a spy movie before. It must be a spy movie. <laughs> um, we've, got, we've, we've got to stop letting these spies on board all <laughs> no. the time. Um, <laughs> Set everything on fire. That seat belonged to uh, Jim Phelps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing. It's Done. Like, List complete. It, I'd love it if the whole plane was just a plane full of spies and like, er, like 20 minutes into the flight, there's just smoke appearing from all different things from each one of their seats. So Jim's got, <laughs> Jim's got his cassette on fire. This other guy's got like a Walkman which is on fire. Another guy's got a book on fire. And then there's a guy sitting next to like just a blow up doll and he's like it's my wife. And she's just going <laughs> your wife will self-destruct in five seconds. That's a great idea though. Of it just like, getting more sir, and more ridiculous. So your wife appears to be on fire. Nope, she's fine aren't you dear? She's just got a fiery personality. <laughs> you should see her at Christmas. <laughs> Can you imagine if they just gave someone a job? It's like, right, you are in jo- person. I'm sorry, joke of the show. That's <laughs> fucking brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. I love the idea of it just getting more ridiculous. They just send one person. You are in person going to tell them the details for this mission. You're going to sit down next to them on this park bench. And the person's like, oh, oh no, no, please, not me, not me. He's like, you're doing it. Yeah. And he's like, he gives it away. And he, he's in tears as he's giving the mission protocol. And then he walks off. I'm going to explode in five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just thinking that. It would be the best thing if this guy, like, secret agent's just, like, puts on these earphones and it's, like, giving him his mission. He goes, you will self-destruct in five seconds. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, would you? Yeah, would you watch, watch it? it? Would... <sighs> now, admittedly, and if I've... all of those scenes we just described were in the film, I'd you would never it. stop watching it. Uh, no, I probably wouldn't carry on watching it. No. I, like Dan said, well, I think if I was ill and I was like bedridden, you mean mentally? No, no. If I was like <laughs> sick and I was bedridden, okay, and I had a broken arm. Then maybe I'll look up the plot to this film by reading it. <laughs> but like, I probably wouldn't even think. When we leave this room, like, and I've edited this episode and I've uploaded it, I will never think about this film again. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that it's, is it. It's the most forgettable piece of shit. I thought you were going to say, yeah, if I was in bed, broken arm, ill, I'd watch it. And like, no, I, 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 don't, I don't care about I, Ethan. I thought the list of ailments were just going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I had a broken arm. Broken leg, 
spine fell out, my tooth hurts, I've got <laughs> earache. I'm deaf. Irritable I'm bowels. I've got, I've got the shits. My toes are falling off. I've got a warm ear. I was like, <laughs> movies are the last of my problems. I don't think I'd be thinking about it. And worst of all, a bunged nose. <laughs> got some gunk coming out of my eye. No, I, I literally couldn't care less about Ethan. It's, it's, it's fucking boring. He had <laughs> half an hour to develop his character. And it like, yeah, there were like seven characters or whatever. Um, but like, they just didn't even develop the main character for no, half an hour. No, it's, and it's like, when they're like, shocking, isn't it? There was a mole. I'm like, I, was there? Well, <laughs> one, one, He's dead now. It's just one boring. thing to point out with these films, um, and this is going for the series. So there are six of these, if you can believe that. There are fucking six. Bang in theme tune. I, I mean, the theme tune was the only thing that was fucking developed. <laughs> and I mean, it, I think the entire movie is just... A vehicle for the theme tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They also even as he was sitting down on the airplane, it was like theme tune was done. It's like they're just really proud of their music, and it's just one. That's where all the budget track. went. Clearly, oh, clearly. But the thing is, it's like this is uh, all of the Mission Impossible films uh, from the very first one onwards, uh, produced by Tom Cruise's uh, production company. And these are also very high-grossing movies. So obviously Tom Cruise is getting paid uh, his acting salary, which I believe uh, is over a million, minimum, over a million, because he's one of the Hollywood A-listers. Uh, but also his production company, because it's the main producer of all six of the Mission Impossible films, is also taking a producer's cut. And him owning the company means he'll be taking at least two million? At least from... Production Who cost? the fuck knows? It's so, enough. It's enough to buy. So a basically, a cult, a cult, and an infinity pool. But not to get <laughs> taller, eh? Can't make you taller. And love can't buy love. Katie Holmes left you. You mad bloody oh, wacko. Oh, oh, let's not let's not insult him too much. No, he's all right. Anyway, should we go to the game? Let's go to the game. Okay. Uh, so, the, so the game was on PlayStation 1. Mm. It wasn't it's just called Mission Impossible. Mm. And what year did it come out, Tom? This came out on 14th of August 1998. So like I say, we didn't get a month for the film. Uh, bloody research department. Uh, but this is roughly two years after. Cool. Within, within that area. Um, but two years uh, prior to Mission Impossible 2 coming out. So it's, r- it's sitting right between the two first films, basically. Yep, and what amazing studios developed this game. Oh, get ready for this. Okay, so it was published by Infogrames. Oh, yeah, Infogrames. Infogrames, who could forget? I know, they they meant plenty of cereal box games. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't think of them. Uh, uh, This was also on the N64, by the way. So the N64 version was actually published by Ocean. Oh, yeah, Ocean. And we all know know Ocean. Mm -hmm. And PlayStation software, PlayStation 1? Infogrames. So published, by? published by Infogrames, but it was developed. Hang on, yes, it was developed by X Ample. Uh, look, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> Stick with me. X Ample Arch- Architectures, but the N sixty four one was also developed by Infogrames. So <laughs> right. So Infogrames published the PlayStation one, yes. but didn't develop the published one, the, the PlayStation <laughs> yeah, one. This is why it's But confusing. they developed well, you the N64 yeah. one, but they didn't publish the N64. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. Are you sure? 
Paramount was involved. Paramount was involved. I remember that. I hold that. my fucking Paramount hands up. Involved. It's a total fucking crossover. What the There's fuck? A, which, are, you, are you sure our research department didn't get this wrong? Oh, they're usually reliable. <laughs> <laughs> On, honestly, it's total cock up. Fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. But that I think the developers and publishers being fucked up is quite telling on the game itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um... The, the moment I saw, like, the Paramount logo come up, I was like, oh, no, they can't... So, right, right from the get-go, we're introduced to, like... Well, first of all, you have an incredibly long amount of uh, opening up with the developers and publishers. Well, this is what I didn't get. It opened up with the example uh, logo... But I thought it was the opening of the actual it game. Was it, was like, it was like a gun. It was like going yeah. through that. And it was like, well, like, here we go. Here's like our start here's of a James Bond James movie. Bond like, down the barrel, yeah. yeah. And then it was a developer. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, okay, take up like half the game. And then the <laughs> intro itself was basically something a 17-year-old had cocked up in 15 minutes on Windows Movie Maker, like you said. Yeah, so they... It, it had, like, Times New Roman front Yeah, like, just in. fading in and out. <laughs> it was like... With, like, a glow to yeah, it. <laughs> action! And, of course, <laughs> like, playing and then the, the theme the, tune. Yeah, playing the theme tune, but the best bit, right? So the guy, he takes his little box, and he sits on a park bench, and he puts the box next to him, opens it up. Obviously, he's given him his mission. And then, he, then, he, then he leaves, and you're like, right, well, the box is going to explode. So <laughs> there's a very, like... There's a very much royalty-free explosion that they've just pasted over the box <laughs> yeah. and it explodes and then the box is still intact <laughs> <laughs> and then it, then it just cuts. Uh, but I just, I love, you know what I love about just going in from like the opening sequence? It's just how disjointed, like it lacks so much humanity. Yeah. Every aspect of it lacks like feeling and it's just the way he kind of like, he walks along with this box, sits down as stiff as a brick, puts his box next to him and the box, like, giving him his mission is literally just like, Hi there, you must be an agent. Good to talk to you. Your mission is this. I'm going to blow up now. And he walks <laughs> off, and I was like, wow. a public, like, public park, he just <laughs> yeah, puts an exploding yeah, yeah. box on a bench. It's, it's just brilliant, like, just how disjointed from reality it is. It's wonderful. Yeah, man, it was... So, you get into the, the main menu of the game. Um... You pick a new game and you can pick impossible or possible difficulty settings. We chose possible. I chose possible because I didn't want to faff around too much. <laughs> and what did you do? <laughs> Faffed around. Um, and then you pick your mission. Then you pick your character. And you can play a four. You play as Ethan. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the rights to Tom Cruise. No. No. Well, no. this is a, an interesting fact. Tom Cruise... Um, you can't have his likeness on anything outside of his movies. Um, there's no action figures of anything he's ever done. Um, he's not allowed to be his likeness used in any video games. Um, I can't tell the actual reason. That's I mean, weird because you'd think that that would kind of stop people using him because like there's so many toys and stuff sold off films and mm, games mm. and all that kind of stuff. Look at Star Wars. Maybe, maybe yeah, it's... Look um, Star, like, imagine if uh, Mark Hamill was like, can't have my likeness, fuck you. Imagine... No. It would be ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know why he chooses to do that. Maybe it's a personal choice. Maybe yeah, it's maybe um, fair enough. Yeah, maybe he doesn't like being in the limelight or something. <laughs> maybe he doesn't want anyone making action figures uh, to size such as to like, scale. <laughs> scale, to scale. <laughs> <laughs> How small is he? 
Is he that small? He's, he's, he's not he's, that. He's small. not that. Small. I mean, he's, he's five, not... five, five, six. So I mean, he's he's small. He's he's below average. Well, let's just imagine if he was in the room right now. Um, if you um, just set up a bit straighter, yeah, about that height. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> no, maybe a bit taller than um, that. Right. Anyway, yes, yeah, so you're given four characters. You're given Ethan, and you're given Jim, and then two randoms. Who may or may not show up in the movie later. We don't yeah. know. Uh, then you've got the choice of what special weapon you bring in. But it seems to me that <laughs> you have to bring the certain one in. Or, or was it... Maybe there are different ways to play the... Maybe it's not what you're bringing in. It's what... Like, you've you, got. I don't think you pick. It's what you've got. And maybe it's uh, just an overview that of may- your maybe. tools. But like... Oh yeah, Your actually I think it great was. Great martial arts skills. Yeah. You've got those. Yeah, you've got, you've got them. So like the game starts off <laughs> and, and the flawless charisma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The graphics are bad. Yes. They're, they're not good at all. They start out um, with this massive pan up to his face, just literally going, yeah. It's not Tom Cruise. And, uh, <laughs> holding on to the shock for an uncomfortably long amount of time. But it's well. like you know in the original Metal Gear Solid and you like it pans up you know that scene in Metal Gear One? And you've 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 gone through a little basement level in Shadow Moses, and you've, mm. you've got onto the elevator shaft, and he's stripping off his um, scuba diving gear. Yep. And then like the camera pans up him, and it goes onto Snake's face, and, and Snake's then it says face solid Snake, and Snake, then it introduces yeah. him. Yeah. And he's essentially he's got a chin, he's got a nose, eyes, all the same color. He's got a bandana, he's got a bit of forehead, and he's got hair. Yeah. Classic. And like, but it's all just one fucking polygon shape. Yeah. And it's like, all right, cool, I'm I'm in. This one did have a bit more detail to it, but it looked so much worse. It? Oh, it looked <laughs> like, fucking how did it look you, mentioned, you mentioned his lip, right? He looked like he had something going on. He, he looks like... Well, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it looks like Tom Cruise that's been left in a toaster oven for about five minutes longer than he should have been left in a toaster oven. That's five minutes. Fair. To anyone who's wondering how long you should leave a human in a toaster oven. <laughs> Shouldn't leave them in for any amount. If you could fit a human in a toaster oven, I'd be impressed. Tom Cruise is very small. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, they left him in the toaster oven for five minutes. Why am I calling it a toaster oven? A toaster for five minutes. Um, And then they took him out and they punched him repeatedly until a bit of his lip fell off. It just looked like he got a cleft palate. And he got a cleft palate. And then they were like, okay, you're ready for a a secret mission. (laughs) Um, yeah, so so you start off and you're in Ludenkirst, which is meant to be Dun- near Serbia. Yes, that's mm. it. And so you're in typical ice area, Jungle. snow. Um, it's cold. You're given like your objectives, and my my objectives were like find a reason to be there. <laughs> take, <laughs> find a reason to play this game. Take <laughs> take someone's identity and help your friend. What was his name? Clutter. Clutter. Yeah. Get into the base. So. Don't know why he's got some weird secret code name going on. Yes. Yeah, you'll true. see. You'll see the gameplay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I apologise. Um, so right. So the gameplay itself. You. You run along. So you run around with the left analog stick. When, you know. Yeah. Fine. But you can't do anything with your right analog stick. So that's completely useless. But so your camera is on L1 and R1. Right. Like the old games were, so fair enough. Mm-hmm. But you can't move the camera unless you're stood still. <laughs> it's brilliant. So you can't like you intuitive. can't be running up to a building and be like, oh, I'm gonna just quickly pan around and see what's behind there. No, you have to run up to it, stop, 
turn the camera around, then see a guard, then try and keep the camera going, then try and run away. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. It's not isn't fluid it? at all. It's, it's it like was, real life. It was the yeah. moment you uh, you took care of one guard, and then you're like, okay, stop. Turn around, and then there's just two guards like just shooting guards. at you. Like, <laughs> just, just great. There, like, I didn't even know they were there. Just all of a sudden, they were just shooting me. The thing um, is, is like, sorry, go on. but the thing is, like, from the get-go, and it's like we spoke about Metal Gear and stuff. The comparisons to the opening of this game, trying to imitate Metal Gear, really is, trying. Oh my god, it's mm. it's fucking uncanny. Like the the as you get when into did Shadow, Metal Gear come out? Oh god, I forgot to research it. I'll give it a good. good I mean, it'll be before this. It was it was one of the kind of classics for the PlayStation. I imagine it would be like 90, 96 or something it came out, like a couple of years before this. Go on, carry on talking but, um, about it now. So, uh, uh, you, w- I hope if you guys like watching, listening, are familiar with Metal Gear, uh, but if you're you, not, you fucking should be. Yeah, as you first come into the kind of Shadow Moses complex. 1987. The... No, that's the, oh, that's that's the that's old the one. That's the fucking old step. <laughs> I typed in Metal really Gear Solid the time. and they gave me a Metal Gear franchise. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so as you come into the proper like Shadow Moses complex on the outside, and there's snow, and you know it leaves the footprints, <laughs> and there's the guards hanging around, and like it's literally the same 1998. thing. 1998, same year. What mum? Because maybe, maybe Kojima fucking ripped ripped off Mission Impossible. <laughs> Fuck off. It uh, might be if it's geniuses steal. It came out in improve. Japan in September. So that came out before. This came out before Metal Gear. Well, I mean, yeah, wow. it's pretty much the same time. Okay, like so basically, I'm gonna just retract what I said. So basically, have you heard about this really shit old game called Metal Gear? <laughs> <laughs> ripped they off, ripped off, ripped off fucking this amazing Mission game. Impossible. I I don't know. I don't know how to kind of carry on. No, no. It's, it's good. It's a good comparison to make Is at it? the same time. You have got two games that work on a, a sort of similar basis, and one of but them it's is too, shit. But it's too similar. <laughs> like. It's too similar. It is way too similar. It's, it's fucking like even like you were saying with like introducing Snake and like I know it's like not a carbon copy because it's it it's like a bad Tom Cruise ripoff, but just like the over panning and looking at the character and staying on the character and stuff, like that's the same thing as the introduction of Snake. Yeah. The Shadow Moses complex and it being snowy, footprints on the ground, the guards, like yeah, but I don't think Snake, what? when he jumps, frolics in the air. Oh, yeah, my God, like yeah. Like, <laughs> like a gazelle, free of care, yeah. Um, so, the control system on the game. Right, to mm. carry on with that. <laughs> so, square... So, X is jump. Square is use whatever you've got selected. Uh, how so that would be like punch. do you select things? Because I was looking that at you doing it. was the <laughs> fucking golden question, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had, I had a gun... And I had a face mapper. Yes. Right. So the mission was to take someone's identity, so I needed a face mapper. Yes. So, right. So I'll, I'll explain I'll explain the situation, why I used it, and then I'll explain <laughs> how the fuck I'd done it. So I ran into this building, right, and I picked up the, the whatever the fuck I picked up to, to have a reason to be there, a letter. Mm. Yeah. And then we had the... Best dialogue of a fucking okay. game I've ever okay. seen in my I life. Just so can I, I can I quickly talk about? Yeah, let's do the dialogue. We had to watch okay. it like five times. So, you, <laughs> know what, you know what? Rather than putting music at the end of this, should I just put this conversation? Oh, please, <laughs> please, please, yeah, please, 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 end of the please. podcast. So basically, there's right. no other music really to it. Uh, we oh, we'll we rarely give we rarely give like massive shout outs on cash grab, right? <laughs> but this is a massive collective cash grab shout out 
to both Hubert Chardot and Andy Abrams for writing the script of Mission Impossible the game because oh, they are without doubt fuck. the comedians we never got but always should have preserved. <laughs> you know, they were the best. So basically, you pick up a letter and as you're about to head out, one of the guards heads in and he says, What? Who are you? And then our protagonist, Hero, says, Hi, I'm Fred. I've lost my dog. Dog. Wait a minute. Something's not right here. <laughs> Quick, knock him out. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to call a guard. And then he stands there whilst I'm like, so then, so he stood just by the door, the open door, after telling me he's going to get a guard. I'm running up to him. And then I'm, I go to punch him. I miss. <laughs> so I run up to the guy. I swing a punch past his head. Miss him. Then I retract back and go back towards him. And then my walkie-talkie goes saying, quick, knock, knock him, him out. out. So then I punch him in the chest and he knocks himself out. It's just, it was just so bad. It's just like that whole thing. With- and by the way, that dialogue for them two just done was 100% spot on. It wasn't, like, overacted or anything. No. If anything, it was better. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, literally, the whole the whole setup to it is brilliant because, like we say, this is Mission Impossible. This is meant to be top-secret espionage. This is meant to be the, the most dangerous, most deadly, and most extreme, like, s- special agent missions was, on the planet. Was Splinter Cell ever on the PS1? Uh, PS1? Or did that come no, to the PlayStation PS2? No, PlayStation 2's era. But, like... This guy is meant to be the top agent. He's meant to be the cream of the crop. <laughs> he goes in. He goes into a shed and picks up a letter and gets found out. And his excuse is, "Hi, my name's Fred. I've lost my dog." <laughs> Bear in mind, he's dressed in like full army camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> but I the, don't know who's stupid, him or the guard. Yeah, but the Russian guard is just like a class act. Yeah, because this guy, this guy obviously has his suspicions like something's not right. And so his first reaction, dog. <laughs> it's like, dog. It's just um, wonderful. In Soviet Russia, we have no, no dogs. dogs. <laughs> it's just fucking, it's comedy genius. I Sorry, love it. After, after, after I've acted like a top class agent and I've fucking knocked him out, like a pro. <laughs> trying, to, trying to select your face mapper. You then, I then had to select the face mapper to become... Him. The jumping. Right. <laughs> so, jumping. so so Dan, to answer the question of how you select other items. Oh yeah, please. I still am not 100 percent sure. <laughs> you have to hold down oh. triangle oh. and then press circle to like What? I think you hold down triangle. This is how I done it. What? <laughs> it might, there might be an easier way. No like, there might but this worked for me. So I had to hold down triangle, press circle. Then when I had the face mapper in the in the right side of the screen, press X, and then it came to my use item, and then I pressed X again, and that's when I slowly just transformed into this man. Well, after many attempts, yeah, oh, yeah you got, that was the one where you were jumping was the funniest <laughs> thing in the book. <laughs> and then like, someone just walks up, points the gun at you, and it's like GTA. Busted. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it's like, like that. The one that yeah, made yeah. me laugh was when I'd done it. I transformed. And then I was like, oh, good. And I turned around and the guard said, he arrested me. <laughs> like, he obviously saw me, right, with a dead body on the floor. And then, like, look at him and then transform into him. And the guard's just like, get in jail. 
It's, it's brilliant because like the body disappears as well. So the only natural assumption you can assume is that he's taken his flesh. He's taken his soul. And just like yeah, he's just, just like eaten. taken his spirit. Like he yeah. devoured him. I mean, there's sort of like uh, the, the game over screen, or what happens is like you fail your mission and they lock you and your buddy and then, who they somehow managed to find. God knows how. And they go, you think it's cold now? Wait until... We never listen to it. But then... but then they're Mission just, fail. But then they're dancing on the floor. Oh, yeah. Him, yeah, and, his, him and his buddy are just like... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, up. you think it's a party now? <laughs> you wait till we get to Siberia. But the thing is, this game is just like... Uh, Wonderful. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> magical. <laughs> but like, the game is just a kind of like... I'll try doing this. Oh, this didn't work. I'll do this. It's dishonored. <laughs> it's fucking two before dishonored. It's just like, so like, I had my letter. And I was Big like, what the fuck do I do with my letter? So then I work out how to press triangles, circle, circle, right, I'm on my letter. I go and give it to someone. He's like, I do not know what to do. And they're like, all right. And they go and give it to someone else. And he's like, good oh, morning. Okay. <laughs> oh, I will take letter. And he's like, so he goes in there. And then I talk to someone else. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, what was that? What was that one? It was so like... we went up to the gate because we didn't know what to do with this letter. Letter, and so I was like, "Oh, maybe it's the guy at the gate." Steph goes up to him and he goes, "Good day." Hmm. I only let vehicles through. You don't have permission. Good morning. <laughs> I, was like, I, think, I, I think it was you. You said good day, and then at the end you said good morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was just like. Oh, this is beautiful. Nothing <laughs> standing out here about this chap. <laughs> and then when you hand the letter to the guy that has the vehicle, yeah, he then goes, ah, a letter. I will deliver it. <laughs> Let me just turn on the engine. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? <laughs> I'll just turn on the engine. Don't jump on the no, back. But then, <laughs> remember, they separate the dialogue into two sequences in between handing the letter. So he goes, I have a letter for you. Oh, a letter. I will turn the engine on now. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, fuck me. Now, it's so good. This is a point I want to point out. Um, we've been doing all these voices in like um, some sort of Russian accent, Eastern European. Yeah, okay. But the, the generic video game Eastern European. Yeah, it really, really is. Yeah. But when you were getting shot at by like the first couple of guards when you were just getting used to... Uh, how the fuck you play this game. Yeah. Um, they were shouting some stock lines at you. And... I swear to God, I heard it too. It was Scottish. I heard it, too. it was yeah. Scottish, and yeah, I didn't know. You're under arrest. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> and I'm like, where are we? <laughs> there's just a there's just a bloke in the in a kilt, and he does basic instinct. <laughs> Sharon Stone. Oh. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like half the guard force is Scottish. I'm in hell. The other half is. Oh, I just. It was so funny. So then, like, so then, mission two. Insists of getting mines and blowing up a ship. Um, <laughs> oh, so, fuck me, is so like, right. So this this shows the AI, right? So comparing it back to Metal Gear Solid, right? Yes. Metal Gear Solid, you've got a little radar, and you've got the cone of like vision of each enemy. Mm-hmm. And if you run around a box or something, and then you've got your footprints and you've ran away, and the guard walks over before the footprints have had the chance for like snow to settle on them, the guard will spot the footprints and follow them. Yep. Right, and when they see you fucking alert, they're all on you, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah? This one, I saw a guard. The guard saw me. He shot at me a couple of times. I ran away. He carried back on his patrol. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I, mean, like, I think that does happen a bit with, like, 
Metal Gear and other games. Like if they find well, a yeah, good it body, d- it they they they're on alert for a bit. And then they I go mean, back to their yeah, yeah, but like that—that that goes into an alert stage. Then it goes into like a still kind of looking stage, and then it goes back to normal, and they carry on. Yes, but like you have that the alert, switch with these guys. Then you have that. You have like the red, green, and then you're back to normal, like yeah. red, yellow, back to normal stage. Whereas these guys, he was just like they bang, bang, oh, fuck <laughs> it, and then they just walk off. Yeah. <laughs> no, one time, they, you, someone shot you. You ran away for a bit. You turned around. You're still in fucking plain view, but you were just too far away. So he just went, okay, back to normal. And when you shoot people, there's no animations. So you're holding a gun like that. There's barely any sound. Right? And then you shoot, and it just goes, Beep. and then like <laughs> you get this tiny black pixel come out of your gun, and then like a, a bullet whooshes across the screen. I'm surprised you managed to hit him. That's top aiming, considering that there was no way to actually aim. The, the yeah. thing is, guys, like I think you've got to take it a bit easy on the guards. Because let's be honest, from the get go, when his first bit of dialogue was. Dog. dog. I think you thought to yourself, it might not be the most efficient guards yeah. in the world. He might bought be... them a bit slow, in bulk. And yeah. <laughs> he saw you Very run into the, the mine warehouse and then he just goes, oh, I give up on that guy. Yeah, was, oh, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, stood there looking for him to come through the fucking like, door. Like, isn't that where the explosives are kept? I need a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Although, all fairness to him, he probably he knew what he was doing. Didn't oh feel like God. didn't feel like he needed he, to follow you into that room. You. Now he knew we, exactly where he led you. Yeah, so we played Shrek and we said it was broken, but we never and actually it, and it was. But but we never actually broke the game. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not really one for like working out how to break games. It's like it's never something I've been good at. Like yeah, I, I might have like in GTA and stuff popped through the world all that kind of shit. Yeah. But this one, because because X is select and open doors and jump it's got the same problem as Final Fantasy 15 you're trying to pick something up and you're fucking jumping mm. and um, so I'm, I'm just smashing X hoping that I'm going to collect something off the shelves I've got my mind as I was jumping away I jumped through a shelf and into the plains of oblivion <laughs> <laughs> and there was no way to get back in so I had to abort mission and carry on again you could see beautiful. the room that you were just in <laughs> and you couldn't go out of the confines of the, that space you could go a little further back into mm. the plains of non-existence and see like street lights or yeah, watchtowers yeah. and <laughs> it was just I amazing. thought they were more like the, the eyes of God <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the typical thing of you clipping the world but it was done too easily oh it's beautiful like, too easy. It's literally it's on like, your first try <laughs> yeah I was just jumping and I fell through a wall it's just Oh, no. <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> the like, thing is, like with another Metal Gear comparison, you know, selecting your item in this. Yes. Total ripoff of Metal Gear. You know, Metal Gear works on an axis, so you select like it goes Across like that on the, yeah, yeah, on the yeah, sides yeah. of the screen. This had the same thing. So your weapon, your weapon, yeah, your weapon was like on the left of your uh, and <laughs> your hand weapon. Yeah. So you had like so clearly your like combat weapons were on a, on like a right to left basis. On an x-axis, on an x-axis, yes. and on the y-axis was like your important items. items. Yeah. yeah, so it was trying, like literally, it's fucking Metal Gear, but better, better, so much better. Uh, it came first, so it's better. Oh, I <laughs> the um, I mean, the the, the more glitch, adventure dialogue, the the break of the game just sold it to me. It I was mean, great. It was amazing. It truly became Mission the, Impossible. The yeah, it did because I couldn't <laughs> even carry on. The um. So the radar, they've got a radar, and it's got, like, yellow, white dots for, like, where you need to go, and it's got a red dot for the enemies, I think. Yeah. Green for um, the, red, right. the dot kind of moves, 
So yeah, I, I clicked the mines. You were trying to find like, clutter for ages. It was like, go, go to find clutter. So I was like, all right. So I ran over towards it. This is where I met the guards and just carried on going. They just kind of fucked off. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I got to the clutter where, where the dot was. And then he wasn't there. So then I ran somewhere else. And then the dot had moved on the radar. Mm. So then I looked like, went back to where the dot now was. And he still wasn't there. And then we just happened to spot him in the corner of the screen, just crouching can, by somewhere. Can we talk about Clutter's um, obnoxiousness, please? So, to- oh. top, sec- top secret mission, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Top secret stealth <laughs> mission. You walk up to Clutter. Ethan! Fucking cold! It's <laughs> <laughs> like, for fuck's sake, this guy's a fucking liability. He's worse than that guard. Yeah, he just screams <laughs> at you. <laughs> Ethan, it's getting cold. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, these mines are on a timer. Well, we're fucked now. Yeah, we, did, we didn't even talk about his fucking thing. Brilliant dialogue again from uh, Hubert. Great names as well. Hubert, Shardo and Andy Abrams. So <laughs> I feel like I've heard the no- name Andy Abrams somewhere before. J.J. Abrams. Well, not him. This is least successful his, brother. His Least successful, but more talented brother. <laughs> but, but Sometimes like, they just never recognise. No, exactly. <laughs> Geniuses never are. But like, obviously, another wonderful bit of work from the two of them when they did uh, the opening dialogue to the second mission between Ethan and Clutter. And Ethan's there, and he's still uh, wearing the dishevelled flesh of a, a, a Russian man with mental health illness. But it might be called <laughs> Boris or. <laughs> They, I think they're all called Boris. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they're having a talk, and he's just like, "Oh, we've got to get an explosive and put it on the boat." And I was like, "You don't need to talk in the Russian accent anymore. You're just with Clutter." And then Clutter said, "Ethan, your disguise is ripping to no falling to shreds. Falling to fucking shreds." And then Ethan's just like, "Don't worry about it." I'll catch you in a bit. There's <laughs> like, like, like one frame of it just going. Yeah, Clutter, the thing Clutter's is, just like screaming in his face. What I don't understand <laughs> is you can't. So you can't use the what was it called? Face maker. Face maker. You can't use the face maker. Oh, yeah. Just shit uh, name. I agree. <laughs> you can't use the face maker outside because it's cold, right? And then beginning of level two, my disguise goes because it's cold. So what the fuck happens when I do the face maker <laughs> in the building? And then I go outside and I'm still that guy. Yeah, strange. Why is isn't that allowed? Yeah, strange, isn't it? Considering the amount of time you were trying to work out how to get through the gates, it should have like came off. It should time. have come off because I was running around talking to everybody. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> They're so great, aren't they? They're like the happiest guards in the world. It's a good day, but I am paying attention to my job of not letting people go through here. <laughs> one of the one of the wonderful bits of dialogue I really liked is when you spoke to that guy and he was just like, "Remember." Appearances can be deceptive, and I thought to myself, "Oh shit, he's on to you." Yeah, like, that's what I thought. I yeah. thought like there's got, they've got a bit of subtlety, like you can't speak to him too much. So he just went, "Good morning." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "That's it's like, so funny." It's, it's like they made the like NPCs from Oblivion before Oblivion. Oh yeah, they, it they is were like spot that. on with that. With the, when the two like guards that. talk to each other, or like two NPCs talk to each other, it's wonderful, isn't it? It was exactly like that. The way they're just like, yeah. "Have you heard about the like white?" Trolls? Yeah. Oh, disgusting beasts. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> They're some of the best conversation. It was like, yeah, it's it a was lot exactly like, like that. that. It was just so disjointed and just terrible. It's brilliant. It's, uh, it's so yeah, the gameplay is crap. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is so crap. It's hilarious. <laughs> what do you mean the, crap? The graphics. Are, so the graphics. You're not have, listening. Um, 
And I'm wondering what they do later on, because I'm assuming you eventually get out of snow. But yeah. it's like you said, Tom, they've got the Silent Hill effect of... Um, Saving space. Like, oh yeah, let's mm. not render out too much distance, so let's kind of fog it off. So I'm wondering what they do for the rest it's, of the game. Yeah, to keep the draw distance in so it basically is able to perform. So it's able to perform. Yeah. Um, the um, graphics weren't terrible. But they're, they basic, they're basically as average as you could get for, when was it? 90, yeah, 98 PlayStation yeah, 1 they, game. They, 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 it's they as were, average they as you can fine. get. Um, one thing which was terrible, audio design. I'm not talking about dialogue, because the dialogue's <laughs> the, wonderful. The but the audio design. So the music is fucking atrocious and on a loop, and the loop ends really abruptly. Then it has a moment of awkward silence. And then it starts up again. And it's just a theme tune. Yep. But well, also... Well, yeah, like you said, like... It's a, a variation a mm. on it. But um, but also, it's really high in the mix. Like, the music is loud throughout missions. Well, that's the only thing that's good about the entire franchise, apparently. Well, it's, it, it's all for the, it. It goes all back to the, original the theme point. tune. Yeah, it goes back to your original point. It's just but, like, like, there aren't any subtle, like, subtle effects, like... Walking through the snow, you don't really get any like crunching sounds, no. like opening doors. There's no opening door sounds. No gun. Like sound. when that guy, when that guy. There remember, is a gun sound. It's just fucking quiet. Yeah. Remember when that guy said, "I'm going to start the engine." That's no engine sound. No engine sound. The car was fucking silent. <laughs> Love that, that, you that and Carter lying on the thing, bed of the truck. Yeah, that <laughs> thing was not an APC. It was a fucking hovercraft. If ever I've seen. Yeah, one. it was the latest <laughs> Tesla fucking <laughs> truck. <laughs> like, I mean, that was a good thing. Um, we didn't mention. I think it was the place you were trying to get into, on the, uh, like one of the opening cutscenes when um, they <laughs> had that Crazy. rocket on a truck, just like oh, fly God, up into yeah. the air. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was that about? On the on, uh, like I totally fucking forgot about that. that the it's on the credits on the opening credits. It had this scene where like there was there was a like a missile truck yeah and then a, a missile just kind of flew out of the top <laughs> of it and me and Dan both looked at each other and we were just like what the fuck but then it cut to another scene and it was like being cradled by like a crane we were like that wasn't there before <laughs> I'm sorry a missile literally just floated out of this truck <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed that again it, it was so fucking weird oh god but like um, no I mean the sound design is all over the fucking place and like when you pause it in mission there's no sounds between select like literally it's silent so if you select something it's silent if you move the cursor it's silent like sound design is fucking atrocious levels yeah, all over the place tried. oh it's fucking awful and like you say graphics mediocre standards yeah nothing to talk about well would you carry on playing this game guys <laughs> oh, you see this is so difficult <laughs> no Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what it's so difficult because look we haven't had a drop of alcohol and that was a fucking, fucking hilarious. It's the same type. thing as the crow. It's the exact same yes, as the crow. It where is. like it's so shit, but it's actually like really it's, fucking funny. It's getting points for how bad it is. Oh, yeah, it yeah. really is. Uh, like I, I, you know, alone, no. Uh, with you, all. with you guys, I think so. I think I would play it yeah, again. No, with I'm you in guys. the same boat, mate. Especially <laughs> with alcohol. Yeah, exactly. With alcohol, like. I'm It'd sorry, be too funny. but a night. <laughs> Imagine right? more dialogue like that whilst you're drunk. Now. <laughs> exactly. Oh but the thing is, right, let's... I'm just thinking because that was like clearly like an almost tutorial esque like situation with that fucking dialogue. Yeah, it but was, I'm just wondering yeah. if that's how the rest of the game is, and it carries on like that. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's not going to get better, is it? <laughs> no, exactly. if, you're, if your first level <laughs> is shit, <laughs> no one's going to carry on this playing your game. This is introduction <laughs> to the world. You like know? this is this oh. is where you're supposed to get it. Bang on. Yeah. So, like, the opening world of the first proper Mario game, everyone, yeah. uh, World 1-1, everyone yeah. knows it. 
like Mushroom it's a Kingdom, fucking straight in. great yep. opening world. Yeah. If they opened with like a shitstorm of a difficult world, like <laughs> no, it wouldn't be the game it is today. No, that's true. That's true. So they, you have to when you when you make a game, you have to come out of the gates full force because mm-hmm. that is what gets people talking about it. And this is what they gave you. <laughs> this is what they gave you. <laughs> yeah, I God, mean, no. I, I think I think just just the idea in my mind of having a night of drinks and doing nothing but playing The Crow, followed by Mission Impossible, <laughs> is like, it's it's uh, it's beyond the dream come true. Like, uh, I really think, like, that night excites me too much. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think I would play it again under the conditions under those that there's your guys and optional booze. Fair enough. Yeah, agreed. Right then. Right. So. Cool Wolf. Oh, fuck's sake. Okay. This is going to be difficult. Yeah, I need to have a proper look at what's on the bottom five here. <laughs> All right. So does someone want to read out top five, bottom five? Okay. So our top five. Oh, if I just. What are you doing? I'll zoom in to make it a little bit easier. Oh, okay. So uh, our top five in descending order. So number one is GoldenEye for the N64. Number two is Alien Resurrection for the PlayStation. Number three is Warriors for the PS2. Number four is Hercules for the PlayStation. And number five is Aladdin for the Sega Mega Drive. Uh, remember, we grade uh, kind of put these games in place depending on what the system could do. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, an Atari game is not going to compare to a PlayStation 4 game. Yeah. And just a shout out for those on SoundCloud Nine Tunes. Go over to the YouTube uh, so you can actually see the call cool wall and know what we're talking about. Yeah, because I could put it on <coughs> Instagram, but then I feel like people who then go to Instagram before they see the episode will have it spoiled for them. Yeah, so, like, it, exactly. The only place yeah. I can put it is the YouTube, and I wish there was a way for me to like get it out to the audio listeners. Yeah, yeah. But there really isn't without spoiling it for other people. Yeah, exactly. So do do uh, like jump over to the YouTube and give it a watch, at least at the end if you're at this point, so you can see the core wall. Yep. Uh, so at the bottom five is... Oh, God, are you serious? Is Back to the Future still in it? Back to the Future still oh. in it. All right, Back to the Future Clinging part on. one is in 23rds uh, for the NES. In 24th is The Crow in for the PlayStation. Number 25 is Wayne's World for the SNES. Number 26, which I think should be mine, is Powerpuff Girls Chemical Extraction for the PlayStation. And at very fucking bottom, <laughs> in number 27, <laughs> Miss Shrek Extra Large. Oh. <laughs> I just don't want to remember it. I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> Even the name, even the name sends us into fucking hysterics. <laughs> there will never, never be another. Shrek Extra Large. Oh, Anything like, like I can't. I can't fathom what game is going to be worse than that. <laughs> so like, so all I can see is him running, running at the speed of sound. Faster than you say, bolt, Shrek. All I've got in my head is that bit where the wolf got fucking stuck. <laughs> <laughs> he got fucking stuck and put the sheep back in the bed. And then we're like, fuck this, let's walk over here. And then there's that farmer and the cut scene inside. <laughs> and he just like looked at us. And he's just like, it's, it's it has to be the wank mos- monster. Oh <laughs> the wank so, monster. There are so many memorable moments. Oh, oh fucking oh, even the right. name. Even the right. name, okay. guys. Okay. Anyway. Oh shit. So I won't bother moving the cash the cobble By the way, to the top. If if that was any ever, ever any indicator <laughs> to go and watch our episode on Shrek. <laughs> Go and watch our episode on Shrek. Oh. Honestly, uh, the the best thing ever. It is just the best. It was great. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, 
Where are we feeling with this one, lads? This is... Uh... I think... You know what? I, re- I think I know where I'm going to put it straight away. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. This is difficult. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I... I th- hmm. I think I know. Yeah. I think I'm done. Okay. Who, right. wants, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um. Okay, so... Oh, you're I'm pretty sure about this. The thing is, right? I've got two things in my head, right? Yeah, I, I know think, what one of them is. I I'm think s- so interested <laughs> on this. I think realistically, I want to put it underneath Spider-Man One. Okay. Uh, but I think, like, in my head, right? Because I found this so funny. <laughs> no. I want to put it below cool spot. Fuck off. <laughs> it is not going at number 15. It's not going anywhere near there. No, oh. I was thinking uh, underneath Harry Potter and a Chamber of Secrets, overtaking oh. little Nicky at number 22. Yeah, I, 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 the thing is, I'll go with that as well because I was quite tied between like Spider-Man or Harry Potter. Because you got Spider-Man 1 at 20, then you got Harry Potter yeah. at 21. So I think this is out to be at 22. I was going to put it even lower. Really? I was going to put it um, just underneath. I was thinking, would I put it above or below the crow? Serious? The thing, the thing, is, the thing this, is, it is, but I it is a PS1. He's not wrong, because it's a PS1 game, and Metal Gear came out like a few months afterwards. Mm. <laughs> so he's not fucking wrong. Yeah, that is true. I think but I the would thing is, put li- it... Little Nicky was just so fucking atrocious. <laughs> like, Little Nicky... W- and, like, I played most of that as well. And, like, Little Nicky was just fucking horrendous on every level. Do you remember, oh, like... Nicky this is so taking... This is taking <laughs> back to the future No, this well. is taking that, you back to... Little Nicky with a Game Boy game, right? Yeah, Game, game Boy Colour. Yeah. But this is it taking you back to... And I bet you've forgotten all about this. Forget Little Nicky the game. Do you remember when we were like, I can't actually play this anymore, let's play a minigame? And do you remember that one was where we had to put the pineapples up Hitler's arse yeah. for the minigame. <laughs> and, 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 like, uh, when it first happened, you shot down a pineapple, which was going on a conveyor belt. No, you sh- yeah, you shot down, like, a bucket. something. Like a, a bucket. bucket of water or something. And then Hitler would go and clean it up because he's in a maid's costume. And he'd bend over, and then you had to fire a pineapple up his arse. And the first time I did it, and he went, Oh, shazer! I was like, all right, that's a bit humorous. It happened... More than seventy times after that, and I was like, "Fuck's sake, I want to die!" <laughs> and it was then I realised like the main game is so shit, but followed up by that sort of crap, this is better than. Little yeah, Nicky. no, I have to agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, number twenty-two. Yeah, it's got to be twenty-two. Sorry, okay. Dan. No, that's all right. I mean, I wanted to put it lower, and it's gone as low as it can now, um, compared to what you two were saying. So that's true. I didn't play Little Nicky either, so I haven't got the. Oh God, little little Nicky, yeah. like. In in my mind, the worst, the ones I've had the worst time with, are Back to the Future Part One, yeah, Gre- our first, uh, Gremlins, our first ever episode. yeah, Gremlins and Little Nicky. Those are the three I thought to myself, like I'm really struggling with this. Like I mean, the Crow and stuff, I, I would put that in a top five because that thing had me, that thing had me laughing so much. I got like. A kind of fucking cramped muscle in my stomach because I was laughing so fucking hard when that guy, <laughs> when that guy threw, <laughs> when you walked into the bar bit and that guy threw a bottle and it just went like, 
and you're like, why is he throwing it over there? <laughs> and then that woman was over there and she just went, <laughs> I was like, what's happening? <laughs> just people are smashing bottles. I just loved it. I just loved it. Yeah, I walk into a room and I pick up a bottle and I turn, there'll be two enemies coming towards me and I'm like, <laughs> just, just face, just face, face the wrong way. Just throw the balls, smash the ball. Uh, How much just, they didn't like you? They uh, rather hey clown face. Hey, clown face. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was just, it was just too funny. Like, I and was, it was like, it was too, <laughs> it was like <laughs> the way like you'd walk out of a room and the music was like, you've got, you've got. <laughs> And you walked over to a faraway corner and you're beating someone up and his mates are walking in front of the camera and he's just wandering around. It's, it's, it's the best game. It's so funny. Oh, fuck. That game was You see, good. like, in my mind, things like Mission Impossible, if I had control over the Cornwall, Mission Impossible and the Crow would be so fucking high up because they are just, they're comic they're gold. They're so funny, but they're pure oh. shit. They are pure yeah. fucking shit. Oh, right, so the bottom five stays intact. Now we've yeah, bottom five stays intact, and now we've got the <laughs> difficult, difficult part of the podcast is Mission Impossible for the PS One a cash grab? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> should, should we give it? Should we give it five minutes to have a think? <laughs> well, I'm confused. There's, there's something going on. I was like, what is the cash grab? Is it the franchise or is it? The, the theme tune, because I'm pretty sure that's the only thing people wanted to get out there. And everything's just a vehicle And they got that, that. the fucking song is in it all the time, yeah. with the music, with yeah. the game. It's a, no, it's a fucking, it's a cash crap show you up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I How is it not a cash crap? Well, it was, it was brought out two years after the film. Yeah, and, that's, and that's because whoever was making it were late because they were shit. And they were like, don't worry, I'll be done any minute now. But any minute. <sighs> Two years later, I was like, uh, that'll Mission, do. <laughs> Mission Impossible, like, was it that that big? The first one when it really came out? Did it really have enough audience to wait two years? Because this is before the second, so it had nothing to keep audience engaged for those they, two they, years. They got a sequel. Oh, it did, but like two years after the game was released. But did they really think they could, like, people would they be willing the to hype wait? Go in for four years. Yeah, like, like, I don't remember, I remember Mission Impossible being big when it first came out, like, as a kid. But I don't remember it being this, like, groundbreaking thing. I remember uh, it being just like, like, oh, it's one of those fun summer movies. It's like, good movie of the summer. I think from the get-go, going back to the fucking theme tune, um, <laughs> people remember it and they love it. And uh, I mean, it is like, yeah, yeah. But it, is, it is an iconic theme <laughs> tune and therefore people know. The thing is, I see it as more a cash grab in terms of taking from other properties. I see it as a cash grab in terms of ripping off from other properties rather than trying to make a buck off its own success. No, I definitely think they were trying to make a because make like a buck off fucking mission. But the impossible. thing is, it's like maybe the delay was caused by another not another Tom reason. Cruise, right. Another maybe. reason there was hardly any publicity for the film itself. Usually, when there's a cash grab and it's linked directly to one film, like this would be, there's a lot of publicity for the film, like trailers. Uh, they'd have cinematic scenes within the intro. This was all made by in-game stuff. Yeah, this was this was all so like a lot of it's in-game in, graphics. Yeah. The storyline didn't follow the main game at all. I didn't. I don't think it's a crash grab. I think it's just. It, it, I think it was just easy for the developers 
use that property as a ways of getting a game out there. That's why I think it's a cash grab because they've literally just gone. But, oh, actually, but this we've got this stealth game. But I don't we've got a stealth game. Let's just slap some names on it in Mission Impossible and put the theme tune in there, and we're done. Look at all you have to do to think if it's a cash grab. Look at the dialogue. <laughs> it's no, two guys no. in one room just fucking doing as many different accents as they can, which is the same accent over and over again. But with I, like the worst dialogue I've ever seen because they couldn't afford a studio space. But I honestly think, I honestly, honestly think that they did that purposely because they knew it was well, funny. I no, really like, hope they did. <laughs> if they did do it purposely, great, but they didn't. All right, look, it's two against one, so it's got to be a cash grab, but I'm, I'm not convinced. Dan, why do you think it's a cash grab? Because it's shit. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not always the answer. <laughs> it's a cash grab. Oh, I mean, usually does influence it. They, they've they've slapped the name on. Um, they using the characters, and they can't even use the characters right because of like copyright issues for for Cruise. And I was like, well, if you, if you're not basing it on his character per se, then just find a different character, find something else to work with. Yeah, find a different franchise, or make your own franchise. Like, because well, the thing is, you could use the Mission Impossible franchise, but I suppose if you had a totally separate story with separate characters, oh yeah, then, that would be then, then it's its own, it's its own it's thing. Its and own it wouldn't entity. be a cash grab. But because they put Jim yeah. and Ethan in it, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like okay. they, they've. I don't know what it the <clears throat> missions would become later on if it would follow the. I don't, I don't I don't feel knows. like it would. Because mm. fucking knows, they probably watch the film, they're like, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, it's like... And this is where, it was also where I got the idea that Jim, in the movie, might not be dead. Because they put such a, a focus on him as a character. They went, Jim Phelps, Ethan Hawke. I was like, what do I do? Ethan Hawke. Oh, fuck's sake. Ethan Hunt. Ethan, my cunt. <laughs> Mike. Mike, Mike. <laughs> Even Hawk. <laughs> Even Hawk. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's. All right, it's a cash grab. It's like it's oh, it's so bad as well. Like they've it's just fucking got, wonderful. They've got the music in constantly. Like they got the mm. they're like remember the remember the theme tune. Remember the theme tune. Do you want to hear no, the theme tune? Oh, the theme tune. Stop. Do you want the theme tune again? Oh, Here's what, the theme you tune. Got the theme tune. Here yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like okay. it was going to be like a siphon filter or something like that. Mm. That rip okay. off, fucking hell, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was going to be one of them. It was going to be a rip off of that, and then they got the license to Mission Impossible, and they were like, "Fucking great!" Yeah. Rather than working with it, and then <laughs> like, rather a, than making a game. So, a classic <laughs> example is that new Friday the Thirteenth game, when yeah. they were making a game that's like Friday the Thirteenth, but they didn't have the rights to it. Then they got the rights to it because they saw the and because they, they saw the game like the people yeah. owned it and they you know and they were like yeah this whatever. seems cool yeah and then they made it feel like Friday the Thirteenth yes yeah like they they went back and done things to make it actually feel like Friday the Thirteenth yeah whereas this really does feel like they've just gone oh we can't get the rights to Tom Cruise anyway so fuck it let's just call him you know what yeah Ethan and then we got this oh, there we go old boy Jim and we got two yeah. others who might be in the film we don't know. <laughs> And then, like... Fucking <laughs> Clutter. Yeah, Clutter. Who the fuck is Clutter? I mean, Clutter might be in the film later on, but... That's true, we don't know. And but like you said, there's no sound design. Like, there's no, no sound design whatsoever. It's, it's lazy on every level. It is so it is lazy. lazy. on every level. It's so lazy. And I'm glad Even it, the I'm menus are lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everything's lazy about oh, it. Oh, no, you have to do a lot of work to select what you're going to use. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, they, didn't even, they didn't even work to, like, the controller. I don't even know what R2 and L2 done. <laughs> it's so wonderful, isn't it? Well, what the fuck? Did we, we're missing two buttons here. I like the front. It's it's so fucking. Yeah, wonderful. the jumping like, was great. <laughs> I, I thought it was just. I thought it was a fucking masterpiece. Like, 
I mean, I usually go on these games on comedy value, and this is going down as oh, an yeah, absolute no. masterpiece. Comedy, this is top notch. <laughs> but if you want to play a serious game and have some fun, <laughs> this isn't it. Give it a miss. It's a cash grab. Mission Impossible for the PlayStation 1. Cash grab. Cash grab. Done. Right. So that is another episode over. What episode is this? 28? 28. Fucking hell. Wow. So we're nearly closing in on 30, which will be Ooh. another Harry Potter. Because every 10 we do a Harry Potter. So it'd be the Prisoner of Azkaban, won't it? Yeah. Third book. Interesting. Good Lord. Okay. Right. So thank you very much for watching. If you are on YouTube and if you're listening through SoundCloud and listening. iTunes, thank you for listening. But like I say, do head over to the YouTube as well because you get a lot of things that you can't get through listening like the call wall and the gameplay and you actually get to see our lovely oh, faces because this is the one where you want to see the game this and Shrek I want to see and the, the crow watch the, the crow, crow followed by Shrek followed by this and have it is like the funny trilogy <laughs> because half the gameplay is you talking to that guy and uh, being in that weird never space <laughs> yeah literally but it was fun it was fun brilliant. it was definitely fun so yeah, thank you so much and for watching and listening. I'll put the dialogue at the end so you get some get a sense of that because Damn straight. the I, music's boring. You all know the Mission Impossible theme. I'll put that for 10 seconds and I'll put some dialogue at the end. Beautiful <laughs> stuff. Brilliant. All right, so yeah, thank you for, so much for watching and listening. Uh, be sure to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Cash Grab Podcast and be, well, fuck our email. You don't need our email. <laughs> don't fuck Bye. Our, don't, fuck, <laughs> don't fuck our email. It, it didn't deserve it. It didn't do anything to you. Bye. Hey, who are you? Hi, I'm Fred, and I'm looking for my dog. A dog? Wait a second, something's wrong here. I'm going to get a guard. What are you waiting for? Knock him out, quick! Oh.